0: Thank you. Hello,
1: Brandon Spivey.
0: We are the Markout Mark Out Movie Podcasters, and on today's episode, we are going to do a uh, a review, spoiler review of 1987's Spaceballs by Mel Brooks. Spoiler? It's gonna be spoiled because this movie is old. So if you hadn't seen it, it's like burbs. If you hadn't seen it, you know it's too bad for you. Too bad. Yeah, it's too bad for you. But uh, but before we do that, we're gonna. Um, listen to a, um, question that was posed by, uh, Moses Weathers, AKA Prince M, who has a podcast here on Anchor, uh, the LA Actors Podcast. I listened to a couple of his episodes, great episodes. He had one guy that came on, John, John A. Little, I think is his name. I'm not sure the middle initial, uh, but he's an actor and, uh, they talked about what it's like to break into the business and, um... And it was very insightful, I, um, and he has really good conversation. I can't wait to see what else he does with his podcast. But in the meantime, on this podcast, we're going to listen to his question, and it's coming up right now.
1: So, Mark, I have a question.
0: What do you all think of the new Star Wars movie, any Dwayne Johnson movie, or any Clint Eastwood films and Jason Statham films? Give your thoughts, please. I'll be intrigued to hear. And when you do, please tag me in the post when you post the episode that you're going to discuss these movies on. Thanks. Uh, And this is from uh, Moses A. Weathers, Act Life. Thank you, Moses. Uh, We appreciate you being our inaugural question on the episode. Hey, anybody else have questions, please feel free to uh, download the Anchor FM app. Also, go to our channel, Mark Out Movie Podcast. Look us up. Favored us, and then also send us a message right there. You can do it right there uh, from our page. But to answer his question, Brandon, what question did he ask?
1: He wants to know what we thought of the latest Star Wars movie. Uh, any Dwayne Johnson films? East Clint Eastwood films? Like who? Like there's another Eastwood.
0: There's his son, but you know he's not really. Oh yeah,
1: no, we're not gonna get on Scott. Uh, <laughs> or or any Jason Statham films. Okay. Well, we want to know what our thoughts are on these people and Star Wars.
0: Okay, so for the last Star Wars film, for me, I know that it's getting a lot of hate uh, from a lot of people that say it's unoriginal or felt rushed and things, but for me, to. Come uh, culminate, culminate. I'm
1: sorry. Oh what? <laughs> Unoriginal.
0: <laughs> well, well, dang.
1: People are gonna complain no matter what.
0: Yeah, people are gonna <laughs> complain. Brandon turned heel on me for a second I didn't was going to
1: Unoriginal. But have people seen movies today? Unoriginal. But I swear, everything's been done. All right.
0: Yeah, that's true. Everything. There's nothing new. But um, uh, was but,
1: it entertaining? Yes. Yeah. I,
0: it was. It was entertaining. I, I, that's what my point was. Is I was entertained by it. I enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed the characters of Ray, Finn, and Poe. I enjoyed. Yeah, BB-8. I enjoyed him a lot yeah. more this
1: time around. Yeah, and so I actually felt united.
0: Yeah, and um, and so I enjoyed the movie. I uh, I can't wait to see what else they do in the universe. Um, but yeah, I liked it, Brandon. I
1: think it's gonna be the Old Republic, which I know nothing about. So. Oh, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. I had a good time with it. Um, Paolo Wren, who I hated in the first two movies, he won me over in this movie. Every time he was on screen, I was cheering. The only thing I had a problem with, really, is the ending. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't like them spoilers killing him off to save yeah. uh, Ray. Uh, but you know, they did it.
0: Yeah, I thought they, they didn't have to do that. Um, but also. I don't know how much they can welcome him in being a, a war criminal, uh, you know, with what he's done. But also, I don't think that they should kill him. But you know what I'm saying? No, so, they shouldn't have killed him. But, but uh, you know, it was a
1: fun movie. Uh, it and was. I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan, so you know, well, I'm not part of. I mean, their fan base is the craziest fan yeah, base I've uh, ever seen. Brandon
0: said this, but listen, <laughs> I'm a Star Wars fan. I guess people may not consider me a Star Wars fan. If I'm uh, judging on, I don't really read the books or the graphic novels. I have novels. three books. Um, no, I, I did like I do like the um, I do like some of the games that came out. Um, but I'm I'm a fan. I'm a fan. It goes back before there was all that other media. I, I came back like Return of the Jedi was my first real experience with Star Wars. So and I had the toys, the uh, old school Java, the old school toys. Brandon had the toys and he threw them away. We know this, so
1: I did have toys, yes uh i didn't know what, I didn't know it was Star Wars though at the time. The only one I knew was Darth Vader. I knew that was part of Star Wars. Did anyone else know? I did not know what a Stormtrooper was as a kid. I didn't know who uh Luke Skywalker was because mm-hmm. I'd never seen it didn't see Star Wars till I was uh, well I saw episode one when I was like sixteen. And I didn't get
0: what the hype was about. So that's the answer to that question. We're about to go to the next one. As far as the second question now, Brandon, he asked us, uh, what do we think about any Dwayne Johnson film, The Rock films? I, um, to answer for me, Go ahead. I like, I like The Rock. Um, I, um, I think that he's a bankable, a bankable actor. He is the, he saves franchises. It seems he's
1: franchised by Agra. Yeah, yeah. By Agra.
0: Yeah. Well, um, and <laughs> but so, he is. <laughs> um, but they bring him do. in. They do bring him in. Like GI Joe brought him in. He had that for what he could. Um, Journey uh, to the Journey to the Earth. He, yeah. God. He just... Jumanji, which is it, very similar if you think about it, but uh, um, but yeah, he's really like what he does. He got one. I forgot uh uh Fast 5. Oh yeah yeah yeah, they brought of course. And then and also he has an upcoming Disney film uh coming out uh about like I don't know being a steamboat captain or something. I have no idea. But
1: it's based on the Disney ride, I think.
0: I have no idea. But I mean ultimately I like I like the rock. Um I, my favorite rock movie to to answer your question also, you didn't ask ask, ask me this, but I'm going to tell you. My favorite rock movie is um actually The Rundown. This is my favorite rock movie. And it is like one of his earlier films, but I really enjoy that movie. Brandon.
1: They want to do a sequel to that. Uh, Peter man, Berg does.
0: I, I would've I would have been really down for it. And if it happens, I'm down for it, so.
1: Yeah, I, I love The Rock. Uh, I've loved him since ninety seven. So <laughs> nineteen ninety seven for people listening. Uh <laughs> <laughs> you know, so you they have so kids his,
0: listening, his, I don't know. So his uh so his day to be time run is what is that what you mean? Uh well
1: when he joined the nation in ninety seven. Yeah. Uh and from, became
0: uh just the rock versus Rocky Maya. Yeah. Uh yeah.
1: so I've been a big fan of his, supported his acting career when most wrestling fans bashed him. Uh
0: even even uh two Ferry? I watched, I fairy. went to the
1: theaters and saw two. You fairy. supported Two Fairy. You I supported Dwayne Johnson. I tried to go see Game Plan. Yeah, uh,
0: which was fun. That was fun. Uh, you supported. Uh, was it? Uh, what about? Um, Be cool. I know you support that it, because yeah. it's Travolta.
1: Travolta.
0: Travolta. So you supported. But he was that. the
1: best part of that movie.
0: Yeah, he was. He was very. Uh, he was very like. I didn't know how to take him, but yeah, he was really funny. Uh, playing, you know, because in wrestling. He was known for being such a uh uh a heel or even just a yeah. mid, you know, uh um he uh being like a tweener type of uh, Yeah, I but, guy.
1: Uh, yeah, I support Dwayne. I think my favorite film. That's hard, uh to say. Um I don't I can't I don't know. I don't I, I don't maybe San Andreas. I, I don't I really would have to think about it.
0: I totally Forgot about that movie.
1: Uh, look, I, he makes fun popcorn films, and I love it. <laughs> so uh,
0: rock, rock movies do they typically? And then we move on to uh, the Clint Clint question. But rock movies do they typically uh, make money okay. in the box office? Even if it's like Rampage or whatever, yeah, Rampage still make money. Is
1: considered the I think the biggest video game adaptation. Like, it made money overseas. It made a little bit, you, I've never seen it, though. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, uh, But yeah, it made money. Uh, San Andreas made money. What's I mean, the
0: skyscraper? What's the skyscraper? Skyscraper the, didn't do as well. That's what it's called. Skyscraper, okay. Yeah. Die Hard off. Die Hard off.
1: But there was a nice little twist. He didn't use a gun in that movie to hmm. kill anyone. So, I mean, that was a nice little twist there. Yeah. But it wasn't the best movie. Uh, yeah. That's probably one of his weakest ones. Of all time, I would say. And Skyscraper. Uh,
0: also, Moses, to let you know, I really liked um, his most recent films. Jumanji was fun, but I really enjoy Hobbs and Shaw. That's probably like, his most recent film that ca- he came out with yeah. that I absolutely loved. I'd rather see that as a franchise than Fast and Furious. That's just you know, on me. And it's in the same universe. <laughs> huh?
1: It's in the same universe.
0: I know, but still. We know Dom Toretto... No, it isn't. Isn't really feeling. Isn't really feeling. Uh, Hobbs. He's not I don't feeling. Know. Him.
1: If it's making him money, I think he's feeling it.
0: Yeah, but I, I think that he had was. I think he have too much of an ego to allow them to coexist in another film together. Well, Maybe man. just a little bit. Maybe he'll allow him to come in for a cameo well, where him and said, Hobbs him and Shaw will go off and do well, their own Dwayne thing.
1: Dwayne said after Hobbs and Shaw, he 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 thanked Vin Diesel.
0: Cause Girl. he's a, cause he's an outstanding guy. Of course, he did a thing, Ben Diesel.
1: But he thanked him for the opportunity to do Hobbs and Shaw, and he said later down we're gonna have, we're gonna we're gonna reunite. Uh, okay. So,
0: well, I'm down. I think
1: they buried the hatchet. I think the only one that's holding on to the hatchet is Tyrese.
0: <laughs> he's an idiot. Tyrese, Black How and was Blue he? was a bad movie. I was
1: just gonna ask that.
0: It was a horrible movie. Hey, listen. So there's two films that came out. I'm sorry, Moses, but two films that came out. Uh. So uh, it was Black and Blue, and there was Twenty One Bridges. Kind of very similar themed films. Twenty One Bridges, with uh with Chadwick Boseman, yep. did it better. It just it took the whole corrupt police, uh type of thriller so type Black of,
1: and Blue wasn't good at all. No,
0: no. It the like, the, the lady in it was fine. It's just Tyrese. He but did, Frank
1: Frank Grillo. He's one of the dirty Cops. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: He's good. He They were in totally different movies, man. Like, like he played it. Like, he knew what type of movie it was. He hammed it up as that type of movie. So, you're saying Tyrese. And everybody movie. else played it up like. Everyone else was bad. like, Yeah, everybody else was like social justice yeah. movie. But that other dude was like, oh, this is crooked cop movie. Let's be 90s, late 90s. Era, you know, them. crooked cop movie. And he they made, didn't. They, they just was in two di- totally different movies.
1: He made The Purge 2 and He was
0: the best part about it. He was the best part. I love Frank Grillo.
1: Yeah. I hope he returns to the MCU. Mm -hmm.
0: But
1: we'll see. Uh, So. Clint. uh, Clint is up next.
0: All right. My favorite Clint.
1: Well, you like Clint.
0: Oh, I love Clint. Uh, Clint Clint Eastwood is one of those classic actors, man. Um, Even though he didn't really, early on, he did more spaghetti westerns. Uh, you know, but he didn't do as much like serious, like roles outside of those other than, you know, um, the Dirty Harry stuff and then play Misty for me, which is a really good underrated film. Um, but he, he was really like, he's one of my favorite old school actors. Um, one of my favorite movies of his is actually, uh, Gran Torino. It was just, he's excellent in there. Uh, the cast was great in it, and it just had a compelling story, and I, and he is very believable as this crotchety old man that, you know, but, but he's like a veteran, and he just was very, very, believable as a guy. Brandon?
1: Uh, I mean, Clint's one of my favorite people in Hollywood. I mean, as an actor and director, I don't know him personally, so I don't know what he's like in real life, but as an actor and director, he's just one of my favorite people to watch. Um. Uh, Aaron spoke of the Spaghetti Westerns. My father used to watch those all the time. Uh, the like, Outlaw Josie Wells is like his favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, though, uh, when I first noticed Clint East was probably the movie The Rookie with Charlie Sheen. Oh, yeah. Uh, then Unforgiven uh, with Gene Hackman and Morgan Freeman and Space Cowboys uh, with that great cast as well. Uh, I don't know what my favorite movie is. With him as a star, uh, maybe Absolute Power. I thought that was an outstanding Mm -hmm. film. But my favorite movie he's directed is the one that came out this past year, Richard Jewell. It was just fantastic.
0: Yeah, you talked about that film.
1: I I will continue to talk about it because it didn't get much attention.
0: Uh, I I enjoyed also Bridges of Madison County. That was really good
1: too. I watched that for the very first time last year. Uh, He's just one of the best filmmakers Actors and he
0: gets it seems like Clint gets better with age, also not only like his film direction, you know, like but I think that he gets better with age with his his character, he's he's grizzled, but he plays that character well. He's like he's like now what Charles Bronson was to me in the 80s. That's kind of what Clint is now to me. Uh, although Clint isn't doing a lot of stunts and stuff like that, which I wouldn't want that man protect him. He's a treasure. He is. But, you know, you see what I'm saying? Like, he's just that. Like, if I was to cast someone to play, like, a uh, beaten cop that is out to uh, uh, seek vengeance or to redeem something, I would cast Clint Eastwood. I would cast Tommy Lee Jones or somebody like that. Even Liam Neeson, maybe. I will cast him, but not as much.
1: Even I don't know if you've seen it, but even the like in the Midnight Garden of Evil, I think that's what it's called, with John no, Cusack, Kevin Spacey. Uh, that was an outstanding film too. Uh, but up next, the last question he asked was yep. what we thought about Jason Statham, and I'll let you go first because I, I kind of have an emotional answer to Statham. All right. So
0: Statham, Jason Statham. Uh, my first experience with Jason Statham. I say Jason like I know him. Uh, <laughs> is in the uh is in uh, Guy Ritchie's uh I want to say Lock Stock and Two Smoking Barrels. Uh that's when I first in, like encountered him. I believe he was also in he might have been in Snatch. I, I don't remember he I if think he is in, in Snatch. Um and then uh then like he was in the trans, the transporter. Uh-huh. Uh that film was really like I took him serious as like, oh that man, this guy the, is really
1: I made him the guy. Yeah, yeah. So to speak.
0: And uh and then when I started then uh when I started seeing him like when, in like later on in Expendables and things like that, he I started seeing like especially in Expendables, I seen another side to Jason, because uh, he seemed all serious, but with the expendables and stuff you can see his comedic side, his his timing and uh in d- delivering little jokes. Uh and I was really the buddy system between him and uh, Sylvester Stallone, like that's a movie all its own. Yeah, just it is. them two by themselves. is a need. movie all its own.
1: Really, that's all, all. you really yeah. need.
0: Yeah, and so I'm I'm a I'm a Statham guy. So I support his stuff. I I like I like his films. Um, I like he seemed like a really cool individual. Anyway, I'm just a big Jason Statham fan. Even in as a villain, I buy him as a villain.
1: Well, for me, the first time I saw him was John Carpenter's Ghost of Mars, which gets a lot of hate.
0: I totally forgot about that movie. He was in hate. that movie. He I was. forgot about that.
1: He was in that movie, and I loved him. He was like one of my favorite characters in that movie, and I had no idea who he was. I forgot I, he was in that movie. Then he did The Transporter. That was probably the second time I saw him, uh, which I thought was really good. Uh, I He did three of them, right? Three trans- I think mean, there's three Transporters. I like the second one, even though it's... First the, best, though. You know, the first one was the best. Yeah, the first one was the best. I like the second one. It just... It's unrealistic and unbelievable, but I liked it. I don't remember what the third one was, uh, but uh, anyway, another movie he did, uh, an "Italian Job," I thought with Mark Wahlberg. Uh, no, was
0: it wasn't. Was it Mark Wahlberg? Um, the Italian Job, yes. Yes. Okay. Was uh? What's his name in the? He was he also in French Connection, the was rem- oh, That's the Italian Job. Isn't that the remake? I don't know. Um, I've never seen the French Connection. Oh um
1: Gene Hackman's in it. Yeah. <laughs> but I yeah. haven't seen
0: it. Well, the, he was in the Italian job. And um the uh and and so in Hobbs and Shaw, when he's going through his uh his drive his uh, thing. Yeah, he mentioned the car is there and he says, Oh, that's from a job yeah. I did in Italy. Yeah, and, which was he great. Connected. So it's connected. Same guy. <laughs> Same guy from that movie. That's yeah, all I'm saying. So uh so I mean
1: I've I like some of his work, not everything he does, like the mechanic films, oh, Eric, I, I Eric didn't
0: can be like. Some, yeah.
1: um, but Crank was probably my favorite actor. Crank
0: was fun. I, um, did, I hated Crank too. Yeah, Crank 2 sucked. Uh, but what?
1: the first Crank, man, that was bonkers. The idea robbed, behind uh, it was great. But I have a soft spot for Jason because without him, Aaron hates the movie, but without him, I'm a massive fan, by the way, <laughs> without him, the Meg wouldn't have gotten made. Yeah. And it took 20
0: years. Well, not only that, with the Meg, he is the best part of the Meg. <laughs> Hands down. Yeah, I hated the movie, but I love Jason Statham in it. He's the best part of that film.
1: And he played uh, Jonas Taylor in uh, Reading the Books, which I have done. I'm a massive fan of that book series. He is Jonas Taylor. And uh, I didn't think he could pull it off, but he did. No. I thank him for that. Because without him, the movie wouldn't have got made.
0: And thanking, speaking of thanking Thank you, Moses. Thank you. For uh for filling the first question to us, man. send in more, uh whether it's you, Moses, or any other people that want to send in questions to us, uh, feel free to do so. We will answer it. We'll spend time with it and not just rush by it. We really enjoy doing this. You enjoyed it, Brandon?
1: I love
0: doing this. So, <laughs> all right. So uh we'll be right back getting into our review of spaceballs. Planet Druidia, and underneath the air shield, 10,000 years of fresh air. We must get through that air shield. We will sir. Once we kidnap the
1: princess, we can force her father, King Roland, to give us a combination to the air shield, thereby destroying Planet Druidia and saving Planet Spaceball. Everybody got that? Space Boats, the movie. Princess Vespa spaceship within range, sir.
2: Good. What's going on? It's either the 4th of July, or someone's trying to kill us!
0: Now we will show her who is in charge of this galaxy. If you do not give me the combination to the air shield, Dr. Slotkin will give your daughter back her old nose! No! Only one man and his trusted companion
2: can save planet Druidia from disaster.
0: Eagle 5, coming in.
2: Own Star.
0: First, they must learn the secrets of yogurt.
1: Yogurt? I am the keeper of a greater
0: magic. The Force? No, the Schwartz. Avoid capture on a distant planet. Come up to comb the desert, you hear me? Comb the desert! Battled the entire Space Ball Army.
2: My hair! He shoved my hair! Holy! And escaped the clutches of Dark Helmet.
0: Alrighty, so that's a little bit of the trailer for Space Balls. Brad and I'm convinced that they didn't have trailers. Back in the 80s. <laughs> because that looks like someone just cut together something. It don't seem like it would have a... The trailers weren't great in, in the 80s.
1: But, again, they were great. Because they didn't <laughs> show you the entire movie. That's true.
0: <laughs> uh, but if by by looking at that trailer, I wouldn't have liked this film. I think with the trailer. Because the trailer... But, uh, that goes to show you. I've seen this way before there was even the trailer. You know, but... Spaceballs, the movie, is what we're doing today. Um, It is uh, about a rogue star pilot and his trusty psychic must come to the rescue of a princess and save the galaxy from the ruthless race of beings known as Spaceballs. This movie came out in 1987. And Brandon, guess what? What's that? This movie is PG. PG? This is a PG film. This is a PG film, but in, in the 80s, yeah. PG uh, is a different... I
1: mean, Jaws was PG, so...
0: I mean... There you go. There you go. Um, and Brandon, let's talk about the ratings.
1: The ratings. Oh, God. <laughs> the ratings. <laughs> okay. Okay, I got a 7.1 out of 10 on IMDb. hmm What?! 59% Rotten Tomatoes score? Come on, Tomatoes. Go to hell, tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes. Go to hell.
0: It's clearly, Brandon disagrees.
1: <laughs> Roger, what's his last name? Ebert? Come I got the- it right. I'm learning <laughs> 2.5 out of 4. You suck, sir. He's dead. S- I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Review however you want.
0: <laughs> he's dead. So he's like, I'm oh, sorry, I got it.
1: 92% on Google, love
0: this movie. All right. I said
1: love this
0: movie. 92%. Don't like, they love. I am with the 92 guy. Alright, so this film is 1987. It is a, it is a spoof of Star Wars.
1: And uh, it's so much better Oh, here comes the Star Wars hate. But it is. It is. It's better than the original trilogy. To me. To me. To me. Oh, I'm so excited. Go ahead, Aaron.
0: Man, this guy is so amped up right now. Did you have Mountain Dew or something before you came in?
1: I have water. Yeah.
0: Well. All right, so. This I'm movie, born
1: with the enthusiasm. I cannot contain it. This
0: movie stars. I'm going to go as we see. Uh, Mel Brooks is the president's group. Also is Yogurt. Um, yeah. who is the Yoda uh, spoofed character Who's John Candy huh oh, go ahead talk. no you go ahead
1: who was your favorite character in the movie Uh, Barf Barf yeah I'm
0: gonna
1: tell you my favorite character in
0: the movie okay Pizza the Hut okay <laughs> alright <laughs> I love I, I, we'll talk about that so John Candy the late great John Candy is Barf uh, really who is the uh, uh, Chewbacca reference yeah. character uh, Rick Moranis the great, the great, hey, most, most.
1: underrated comic actor of all actually, time. Actually,
0: I would, I would actually change my change my answer. Dark Helmet's my favorite character in this film. Um, but after that would be the, Bar. What was he called? Dark Helmet.
1: Dark. Yeah. Okay. Helmet.
0: Um, uh, Rick yeah. Moranis, is Dark Helmet. He was so. This movie allowed you to see how funny Rick Moranis is. He yeah. is a funny. He's a funny he, he, guy. He
1: made me laugh so hard. Yeah. So many times I missed so much of the movie because Aaron was telling me stuff. I was like, I don't remember this.
0: <laughs> yeah, because Brandon, I guess, was just over doubled over.
1: I was. Beth just kept giving me looks like, why are you laughing so much? It's not that funny. I'm like, yes, it is! All <laughs> it right. is that funny. Um, like, it is the funniest movie I've seen all year.
0: All right, there you go. <laughs> it's
1: January tenth, but it is the funniest movie I've seen Ooh. on year. It's probably the funniest movie I've seen in the last decade.
0: That's good. Wow. All right. And so, I just
1: saw it, so yeah.
0: Um, Bill I Pullman. Know, shame on me. Bill Pullman, not Bill Paxton. Bill Pullman as Lone Star. Um,
1: now, was he like Han Solo mixed in with Indiana Jones? I am saying was he that just my
0: thinking. I th- I thought he was Han Solo mixed in with uh Luke Skywalker. I thought he was like a merge. So you don't you don't you don't see them. any of Indiana. Maybe the scruffiness, yeah. Uh, like
1: I felt like he was wearing his hat, his jacket. Yeah, at one uh,
0: point. Yeah, maybe that was a subtle reference because at first he had a fedora. Um, yeah, so I guess so. Yeah, it could have been a mixture of those. Um, but um, also, if you don't know who Bill Pullman, is Bill Pullman? He played the president in Independence Day, the guy that made the epic, the most epic speech speech in a, in a movie. You know, we're going to the night. You know. But um
1: Don't forget about his role in Lake, Lake Placid now.
0: Yeah, oh Lake Placid, yeah, he was freaking in Lake Placid. Him and Oliver Platt and, and his romantic uh, Bridget, comedy was uh, Sandra
1: Bullock sleeping. While, uh while, while you were sleeping. Was
0: sleeping. Yeah. He was in the coma, right?
1: Nah, he was he was a brother. He was the brother. That she falls for.
0: And then there's um Daphne Zunica as Princess Vespa. She was uh yeah, I have no she idea. played in uh mainly I, I remember from Melrose Place. Uh she's on Melrose Place. Uh but she did some other stuff in Oh, Yeah, in the 80s, yeah, yeah you're right. She but was. she was in Melrose Place. Dick Van Patten is King Roland. I, I don't recognize him in anything else. He he, he looks familiar. George Weiner he's one one of my favorite characters too is Colonel Sanders. Yeah I like Colonel he Sanders. He was like the second... I laughed every time they say Colonel the Sanders second <laughs> the second in command to uh to Dark Helmet. Uh and the looks that he gives his, his comedy was so subtle his subtle looks that he would give is just be it just had me doubled over as well. Um, Michael Winslow shows up. Oh yes, as radar the technician. Yes.
1: Oh God, I marked out for him. I, I started quote lines from police academy.
0: So yeah, did you know? Let me ask you this. So in the movie, did you know there was gonna be him when he uh when he heard a, the the. Sh-
1: no, I didn't. Like, I had no clue. Boop.
0: And then, like, it shows, it reveals him. Uh, okay, yeah. see, when I first seen this movie, I remembered him from Police Academy, and so I was like, "Motor Maff Jones, Police Academy, he's right there." You know, I, I love that dude. Yeah, uh, he says the beeps, beep, boop, boop the bleeps, <laughs> You know, in this, in the something else. Um, but man, and Is then he still living. Yeah, he's still alive.
1: Okay, so when I do. Please come
0: on the podcast, Michael. We'd love to have you on the podcast.
1: Well, they're rebooting Police Academy, so uh, I'm just curious if you'll show up as yeah. cameo or something. Yeah, I would up so. I I'd hope. rather have him than Steve Guttenberg. Oh,
0: it. Oh yeah.
1: yeah. I mean,
0: I like Steve. I, I like. I want to see both. I want to I, see you both. You know who both. I don't want to see? The guy that came in on uh, the whole. Uh, you know, Eric Lassard's nephew. Oh yeah. Don't want to see him. They came in on the beach. Yeah. Don't want, don't need him don't need him he's no he's no uh steve goodberg no uh uh but um we also have <clears throat> john rivers voices uh dot matrix uh and then uh lorraine somebody i don't know they do the actual dot matrix we ain't gonna worry about that but un, like a piece of hut is voiced by uh dom de louise uh, cause I, I just
1: love the character. I I love, Oh my god, I laughed so hard when I saw it. He
0: says If you don't come to us, then we'll call out for you. And then like and then like, you know, the uh the Android dude right next to him and Pete's piece, uh, piece all right, listen, the piece of the Hut character is so it's, Mel Brooks is mine. It makes so much sense to make job of the hut Pizza the Hut. And, it makes perfect sense. And and the way that they do it with the pepperoni falling off. Yeah, I love that. Um, I love cheesy. <laughs> part of them looks delicious. Another part of them looks grotesque. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't lie. I'll probably eat one of those pepperonis, but nowhere near his mouth, though. But yeah, he just. I
1: loved it when it fell into his mouth.
0: Yeah, and it landed. Just, yeah.
1: That's it,
0: like, yes. it, oh, man. Pizza the Hut, man. Uh, okay, this movie is so, so great. But. um. <laughs>
1: I'm so angry with myself. It took me what 30 87 97 33 years to see this movie. To see this movie. I'm mad at it myself for it. Man. Uh I knew it was a spoof of Star Wars. I I stayed away from Star Wars really to like a couple years ago. Uh so I count this as Canyon as Star with Star Wars. I can't help it.
0: Hmm. Uh, the, now uh, there's another cameo in this movie that uh, a lot of people won't recognize. Uh, Brenda Strong, she uh, played in Desperate Housewives. She was in Storm Tro- uh, Starship Troopers, and um, you know other little films. She played like the nurse, the nurse that was making out with the doctor. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. But anyway, let's get into. Oh, Phil Hartman did uh, a voice of the Dinks. I didn't know that, Phil Hartman. You're the voice of the Nix, huh? Good to know, Phil. But yeah, so the movie starts with. Uh, Alright, so it starts with the scroll, just like Star Wars. Yeah. Um, and the scroll, you know, is. At one point, it's, it gets jokey, and it's like, are you still reading this? Because, you know. You See, know. I
1: actually didn't read it. Oh. Uh, I, I had to get up for a second, and by the time I got back down, it was done. So but, I, didn't, I didn't get a chance to read it. But
0: that's fine, because after the scroll. That was, which is a, a joke and a, and a riff. Yeah. Uh, then another riff from the original Star Wars film is you see the uh, you see the uh, the ship. I don't know what you. I'm sorry, I don't know what they're called. But uh, you see the ship.
1: Well, don't ask me what they're called.
0: The spaceship, the big uh, empire ships. The. Like a big Tell
1: me Star Wars fans are gonna be listening to this and they're like, screw that guy who screw, doesn't know the
0: show and claims hey, you're a Star Wars fan. I am, but I don't know names and <laughs> stuff. I'm sorry, but uh, yeah, so anyway, it spoofs the uh, the em- emperor, emperor thing, uh, but it makes it longer and it's just ridiculously long and it goes on for a long time. And then at the end, it says, um, uh, we break for no one. And it comes back later on. It's still the same buffers. So it's about like a throwaway gag. It's something that continues yeah. to be referenced. Um, and I, this movie does a really good job with the jokes. But so uh, from there, we do meet Colonel Sanders and uh, one over overactive space ball cadet guy who took it on himself, took it upon himself to alert the president, to alert Space, uh, dark helmet to to alert da 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 da. Yeah. Everything is going on. The planet Druidia is we're coming up on it, uh, and then their plan is to steal all the air from Planet Druidia because it's got it's in its own little bubble, I guess that keeps the air, and air is in short supply, I guess in space, which makes sense. You know, there's no air in space, but so. He, uh, so he meets, we meet, uh, Dark Helmet, who, uh, is the brilliant Rick Moranis. (laughs) How'd you feel about that when you see the, uh, introduction of who it was?
1: Well, we like, okay, honestly, I know who he was going to be, uh, so he was really my only reason to watch, because I love Rick, i never seen the movie, I mean, I like John Candy as well, but, you know. I love Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman's but it's Rick Moranis. I'm I'm sorry. I have a special place for Rick Moranis, mm-hmm. like you do, with John. Like it's, it's it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah, I, mean, I can't do watch, no
0: wrong. John can't. John cannot do no wrong. to me. I
1: could watch Rick all day mm-hmm. if I had his library of films, which,
0: which I only is have like, like the,
1: "Honey, I Shrunk the Kids,"
0: which is it's not a lot. Maybe six or seven films. Actually, Yeah, it's not a lot. Um, Parenthood. Honey, I shrunk the kids. Honey, I blew up the, the kid. kid. Honey, we shrunk ourselves. The, uh, the uh, bully movie he did with. Uh, uh, yeah, Tom him Arnold. with Ed O'Neill. Uh, uh, Little Giants. Little Giants. Is um, there another well, one? Men- can't, Ghostbusters. Can't
1: have the Ghostbusters, I guess. Yeah. Well, he's in them, so. Yeah, so. Oh, uh, yeah, he, he didn't do a whole lot, but he's memorable in everything he does. Mm-hmm.
0: He <laughs> is. Yeah. Well, that's why I said in this new. I know he ain't going to be in the.
1: we Planet of Horrors.
0: Oh, oh, oh. I have the Little shot the horror. Little Shock little Shock, horror. Okay. Yeah, I totally... He's really good in that. He's, uh, he's Seymour. Him. And he is Seymour in that movie. He's really Seymour. Uh, so, yeah, I really... Yeah, Rick Moranis, man. That's why, as I was saying, Brandon, if he shows up in this new space... Uh, not space box, but this new, <laughs> new Ghostbusters film, just even a little bit, I'm going to mark out. I'm going to be in the theater. I, think- I might mark out out loud. I'm going to clap, probably stand... People I look at me weird.
1: Anything that says he's not going to, so uh, there's slight hope.
0: And you gotta gotta commend the guy. He left Hollywood because he had a sick wife, yeah. and he left to take care of his wife, and his and and his family. His wife passed away, and uh, but he still stayed there for the kids. Yeah, you gotta commend a guy like that. That does like that, and you know that's why we we just love as a fan. Rick Moranis, we'd love to see you again. That's all I'm saying.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I know they're doing a, a kind of a sequel series, with "The Honey I Shrunk the Kids," mm-hmm. with his son. I hope he shows up eventually. Yeah, that, we, we so. just
0: want to see you. We just want to see you, check on you. Yeah, so but I,
1: uh, he's amazing in this. Absolutely, he, he made me laugh so much. I mean, it-
0: uh, he uh, so the first thing that he does, he comes and he's, you know, like like Vader, he comes in, you know. Breathing heavy yeah. and stuff like that, and then the breathing gets more uh, um, erratic, I guess. Uh, and then, like, finally, he flips open this. Yeah. He says, "I can't breathe in this thing." Yeah. And then, like, but he has his, his rim, his rim glasses. It's it's clearly Rick Moranis. And, I actually
1: um, thought that it was James Charles Jones doing the voice, though. Uh, at first, I was like, <laughs> I was like
0: he says, uh, "Oh, I just I'm thinking about a joke where he's like." before you do that, there's something you should know. I am your father's roommate's cousin's nephew's brother's best friend's neighbor. He said, what does it make us? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> or something like that. But, uh, yeah, Rick Moranis, yeah, him showing up in there with the, um, with the helmet up and, uh, and there it, it was a lot of funny bits with the helmet. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, like the coffee stuff. Yeah. There's two or three coffee coffee jokes with the helmet, and they were both still fresh, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, everything was fresh. from what I I mean, I literally laughed a lot. I haven't laughed that much in probably years. Yeah. I mean, it it, it happened. I miss so much. I'm sure I'll have to watch it again. We'll
0: we'll, we'll uh we'll have to play uh play little clips of uh, some of the best moments for Brandon, so you can see it. But, uh, yeah, so, um, Rick Moranis, he, uh, he shows up and they, and they tell him that, okay, uh, the, uh, Druidia is in, in range. We're about to, you know, do that, like capture the princess or whatever. His plan is to capture the princess, a princess, uh, um, I forget her name. Um, I had it right in front of me. Hold up.
1: She has to marry a prince. Uh, yeah, her
0: name is uh, Princess uh, Vespa. Yeah, uh, so uh, he has to, and he has to capture her, and they're gonna try to take her as ransom yeah. for her, her father to give them the code so that they can suck out all the air from Doridia. All right, and so they let the president, who is Mel Brooks, know. Mel Brooks. now, now another funny gag, I think, Brandon, that happens in this movie. Is that Mel Brooks and that lady that's always appearing to him to let him know the status of what's going on? She does lingering looks at him. Yeah. Whether it's like him in bed with somebody, like disapproving looks, or uh, when he uses the restroom, he she takes like another quick glance down. It's just like really funny jokes, just with her face, facial, uh, you know, features and what she does. So, did you catch any of those? I did, yeah. Yeah, I did. It was a... Uh... Sorry. He's laughing. Uh-oh. That's that noise of is him laughing. <laughs> I'm
1: sorry. I'm it's, sorry. Uh,
0: it came out of nowhere, guys.
1: I, I was just thinking towards the end of the movie, uh, when she's about to marry the guy, and and she's so upset that he left. That Bill Pullman's character left. It, Lone Star? Lone Star, yeah. He, was, he left, and she thinks he just took the money. It ran? <laughs> yeah. Which we'll get to that and um, Yeah. But I, I sorry, I was just thinking of
0: that. <laughs> that's, see? This movie does that to you. <laughs> and so they uh get into uh so that's going on in uh in Spaceballs. It's going that's going on on that ship. Uh, Spaceball One is what they call it. Uh on um, Druidia, uh they're preparing for her to marry Prince Valium, <laughs> who is Get volume is a um, is something that people a sleeping pill people take to go to sleep, uh, and so he is always sleepy. He he uh, he got blonde hair, um, and just he, he looks like he'd be a prince, but he's like a sleepy prince. Yeah. And um and the funny the 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 uh, <laughs> the uh, what's it the, the the priest the priest is like, uh, I present to you, pre- <laughs> Because, all right, so she doesn't want to marry the guy. Yeah. Uh, she still doesn't want to marry, at the very, very beginning, she doesn't want to marry, marry uh, Prince Valium. And so, she has a uh, C-3PO type of dot matrix, yeah. which is voiced by Joan Rivers. Um, and as uh, she's, like, carrying her veil, and they're going down the aisle, and uh, they're all standing up way, and waiting, and the priest is like, here comes the bride, um uh. uh Princess Vespa, and she is running past the altar, going out the front door and out to her car or something like that, you know. And so um, she, uh, she's a runaway bride. She, she pretty is. much, but she before before Sandra Bullock, it was Princess Vespa. She ran away. When did
1: Sandra Bullet run away?
0: In. No, she never did. I'm sorry, Julia Roberts. I'm
1: sorry. I'm confusing my uh, ladies. Movie I hadn't seen. It was like, I'm
0: confusing my ladies. I'm sorry. Sorry, Sandra. Sorry, Julia. Should
1: have been Sandra. Would have been a better movie.
0: Oh, I loved that movie, but we ain't gonna go there right now. All right. It's all right. It's a me. good movie.
1: I've, I just don't like her.
0: <laughs> I like Pretty Woman. But I don't. I don't. We ain't got. We ain't got to talk about Julia right now. Okay. I just don't. We're in. We're in. We're She's in the no galaxy.
1: Sandra Bullock We're in the, the galaxy,
0: it. far, far away right now, Brandon. We are. Let's stay in the galaxy. So uh, I like. I like to
1: stay in the galaxy. All right. So give me more dark helmet. They Yeah,
0: uh, you got. You're gonna get plenty of it. So <laughs> he, they they leave. Uh, they get out of uh, Druid, Druidia. There's another running joke of uh, where uh, like they. Uh, Drew, they talk about being Jewish, yeah, and druish is like being Jewish, and uh, and uh, like uh, Barf says, funny, she doesn't look Jewish, <laughs> and and the whole nose job thing because she had like a Jewish nose at one yeah. point, um, but yeah, so uh, she's escaping, but at the same time, uh, Spaceball One is trying to get her, and then uh, the father, the king just- says. Hey, you know, Lone Star, we need you to get them. And Lone Star, I love the ship. I'm gonna tell you this. I love their Winnebago. The Winnebago That's the ship they got. It is a Winnebago with wings on it, and it's like it's essentially what what the um, what the Millennial Falcon, the equivalent of the Millennial Falcon Falcon. Uh, as far as if it was a Winnebago with a ship, it uh, with, with wings and thrusters and all that stuff. But it's it was believable that they would live in this thing. It's believable to me. What do you think? I'm sorry. Is it believable? Though it's believable. Brandon.
1: <laughs> I when I first saw the ship, I just started laughing. <laughs> just the fact that this. Uh, oh man, it was just. It felt like to me, it's like, uh, what's his name? I'm uh, from Christmas Vacation. Brother
0: in law. Cousin, Re- Randy. Cousin uh, Randy. No, what's his name? Eddie. Cousin Eddie. Yeah, Cousin it Eddie. It's like
1: Cousin Eddie and his family built this spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> it went the space. Yeah, it, it's when I, that's the first thing I thought of. I was like, Is Randy, Randy, um, I would Quaid love was that. In this? I would love that
0: Randy Quaid was in this movie. <laughs> uh, But. The uh, shit is full in yeah. space, um, but uh, yeah, uh, this I love the um, I love that the uh, how'd you feel uh, with the introduction because the first one you see is uh, Lone Star because the the phone's ringing. Yeah. Oh, did we get introduced to them earlier uh, um, with, with the piece of the hut scene? Yeah, that was prior to Pizza this piece of hut. Yeah, piece of the hut scene was first. Yeah. Because they got a call from Pizza Hut and Pizza Hut said, uh, so how did you feel uh, uh, the introduction to Bill or Lone Star and the introduction to Barf? How'd you feel uh, with their introductions?
1: Well, Lone Star, I was like, I, I just couldn't help myself but think, okay, no doubt he is Han Solo mixed with Indiana Jones, the way he looked. Because
0: he had the fedora on, he yeah. had the, he didn't have a sasho on, but he had like the jacket and he just yeah. kind of kicked back.
1: Yeah, with uh, John Candy as uh, Barf, I was, like, I
0: was like, oh my god, <laughs> I just, he just
1: looked so funny. It just
0: in the in the ears move, yeah, and the, and the, moved, yeah, and he, the, uh, the tail like, moves. I was uh,
1: like, wow, yeah. Why was, did it take me so long to watch this movie? <laughs> all right, so, so
0: the thing, the way they introduced them is you you see uh, Bill Pullman as Lone Star waking up, yeah, and it's, it looks like he's hungover. He's like laying there, and he's looking around. His eyes roll, and he's like, and the phone's ringing. But he's like, barf, 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 barf. You know, it sounded like he's about to throw up. Uh, but then you realize barf is actually John Candy.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, I love John Candy. I have a sweet, soft spot in my heart for John. But yeah, so John Candy shows up and, uh, <laughs> and his ears perk up. And he's eating like a big bowl of dog food. Yeah. And he puts it down and eats like some instead some uh dog bones or wishbones. Yeah. Um and he answers the phone. He's pretty much his Chewbacca. And yeah, he's um, Chewbacca. And they answer the phone he's He says, Oh, I put it on I put it on audio only so he won't see us. And uh but he doesn't. He he flips it on video and we so we can see Pizza Hut and we can see uh his henchman, yeah. uh, the robot man, I don't know. Uh but Brandon's favorite character. It Pizza is. Voiced huh. by is. Dom DeLuise. The he's late, not late in Dom. it a whole lot, but every he's only in it once, really.
1: Yeah, really. I mean, they mentioned him at the end uh, that he ate himself to death. <laughs> <laughs> he got locked
0: in the limbo I, and I just him started to death.
1: laughing. I just started laughing when, I, when that was mentioned. I think it was on the little screen. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, just started laughing. I laughing. Oh,
0: not only that. There's a running joke also in this movie. So they mentioned that the news headlines is. In, in other news, uh, I had main news is Notorious Kingpin, Piece of the Hut, was was found dead in his limo. Apparently, he locked himself in and ate himself to death. And so, more news on this la- later. But first, we're going to go to such and such with the review of Rocky 5000 or yeah. something like that. So, there was running jokes in this movie. that and There's subtle running jokes in this movie, Brandon. I wondered if you caught them. Of Rocky. I caught the Rocky. Did, did you catch... when they went through the te- the movie case? Yeah. Do you see all those Rockies there? Yeah, I did. I did that's it all. was more Rockies than was created at that time. There was like literally <laughs> a whole bunch of Rockies. I, I, I wish it was true. <laughs> yeah, I do. I was I wonder how true it went. So I seen they they had past five. Yeah. I don't know how far they went clearly, but.
1: Yeah, I don't remember. I apparently, 5,000.
0: Clearly 5,000. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the number they gave. But yeah, so uh, Pizza Hut tells Lone Star and Barth that they gotta do a job for them. Yeah. Or they gotta owe them a million dollars. So at the time when they get off the phone, the king of Druidia calls and says, Hey, my daughter is running away. I need you to get her before she gets hurt or someone gets her. Uh, and they say, Well, we'll do it for a million dollars and they're gonna give them a million dollars in order to uh capture them and bring them safely back to the father. Um and so they go and they intercept the daughter and uh at the same time Spaceball's is trying to pull them into the ship and she has a lot of luggage. They get on the they get on the hump the Okay. Spaceship and
1: created by cousin Eddie in our minds, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: And uh, and so they uh end up, I, I, see, that's the one thing I don't remember, Brandon. How did they ended up, end up going from being on the spaceship to being in the desert?
1: Yeah, I don't remember that either. I probably because like, I was laughing too hard, but
0: I don't remember why they ended up. Oh, uh, I know that they end up jumping hyperspeed. Cause they was gonna, they was coming up on them, and then like they went to hyperspeed. It was a joke in the movie because they went to hyperspeed, hyperdrive or whatever, and they got away from them. And then while they got away from them, uh, <laughs> and they was going through hyperspeed, um, Dark Helmet was like, "No, we need to go ludicrous speed." And then he's like uh, Colonel Sanders was like, "Nobody goes ludicrous speed. This is ludicrous," you know. And, um, they go ludicrous speed, and, oh, Dark Helmet, something happened to him. What happened to him? Did you see it? Did you pay attention to it, Brandon? Or did you too busy laughing?
1: Uh, I, I was laughing through half the movie, but, um, what happened
0: to him? <laughs> what happened, Brandon?
1: Come
0: on, Brandon. This seems like the first episode all over again, Brandon.
1: Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I'm not, I'm not really sure what happened to him. He, uh, he... I don't, don't have to tell him
0: the end of the movie. No, no, no. At this part, like, he crashes into the, uh, crashes into the... Oh, br- yeah. Because they, they stopped the, the ludicrous beat and they pass Lone Star now. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, he yeah. crashes into, like, the, uh, counter thing yeah. on the ship. And then they like, help him up and he's like, hey. He sounded, right there, he sounds more like, uh, his character on, on Ghostbusters because he's like, uh, hey, uh, Hey, that was fun. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, did we catch him? Have we stopped? He's like, yes sir, we stopped. You like? Ah. So what do you want to do then? Huh? Ah, we'll take a five. Um, smoke him if you got him, and then he like passes out. Then, which that was my favorite line actually from him at one point was that smoke him if you got him. I would use that all the time. But anyway, uh, so I think that's how they end up going to the uh, sand place. The desert to hide i guess yeah um they
1: were they were yeah they were hiding
0: and then they uh find them uh for some reason they find them and they start combing the desert
1: and they start combing the desert and they
0: had um white people combing with the white comb the regular regular comb it's it's a joke in this, guys. the people who's coming with the regular comb have you seen any have you found anything no sir we haven't found anything how about you no, sir, we haven't found anything, and the last one is black- two black dudes with a pick, an afro pick Coleman. He says, "You find anything?" and he says, "We ain't found shit, <laughs> which is like it's p g guys, but
1: it's
0: p g oh man, so we, we'll go ahead and fast forward through this so like down in the desert, uh you find out that uh Lone Star was an orphan, don't know who his parents was, pretty much Ray. He's Ray, Ray Skywalker. Is
1: this is how they got that idea for Ray. I'm pretty
0: sure they stole it from this. And so he uh, he he, uh, he has a medallion, but nobody can tell him what it means. That's when he, uh, we finally meet the meet the Dink Dinks.
2: Yeah.
0: And because uh, they because they, uh, wandering in the desert and uh, like him and uh, Princess uh, Vespa is getting close to the Lone Star. Vespa is getting a little closer. Yeah. Uh, they have had a feud at first, but then they started kind of warming up to one another. Um,
1: kind of like Han Solo and Princess Leia. Yeah,
0: exactly like Han Solo and Princess Leia. You're right. And uh, they meet Yogurt. And Yogurt tells them what it's all about. Merchandising!
1: Oh yeah, they're, they're making a movie too. Don't forget about them making the movie Spaceballs in the movie Spaceballs.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a scene. There you have to re- they have
1: to fast forward through everything. Just oh, fun. my
0: favorite scene. Yeah, that's one of my favorite scenes. Like, they, uh, I, and days later, I was still laughing about this. Um, they uh, fast forward, so they don't know where to find them. And that's how they find them that they're in the desert. Yeah. And so they said, I know how to find them. And then, like, uh, Rick Moranis, or uh, Dark was like, how? And they're like, We'll watch, give me Spaceballs the movie. He's like, hey, hey, let me talk to you for a second. We're filming the movie right now. What do you mean? He says, yeah, it's a new invention. that's on home VHS, but it's uh, early VHS or something like that, or future VHS. I don't know what they call it. But it it's essentially a new medium that plays. You can get have the movie before they even finish making the movie. And so they have a copy of Spaceballs. They do. And they fast forward through the beginning Everything, literally, what we just saw them film, that's it, a brilliant joke. That is a brilliant joke, Brandon. Everything that we just see them film, and they get to a point where it was live
1: yeah, in
0: the moment. Yeah. So they're in front of the screen. They see, like, the helmet dude, and it goes infinite people. And they're moving. And he's like, "What? Are, what? Are, where are we at now? Where are we at now?
2: Yeah.
0: Well, what happened to them? We passed it. When? Just now. <laughs> when will... Uh, when will we... Can we not go back then? No. Why? Because we're in the now. Well, when will it be, when will it be the future? Soon. <laughs> you know, something like that. But it's yeah. just like the joke, the delivery, the way they did it was so good. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, it was really good. And you are talking about the merchandising. I, the scene I remember most about all this, it, a scene that you actually love, you, you brought it up. Uh, a couple days ago, or I think it was a couple days ago, uh, about him getting caught playing with his action figures.
0: Spaceballs <laughs> <laughs> action figures, yeah. Uh, and I wanted those as a kid, because I was like, oh, I want those. Um, but yeah, he got. He said, uh, uh, speaking of merchandising, also, so the moment that Yogurt mentions that there's merchandising, Spaceballs the action figures, Spaceballs the... Uh, Cereal, breakfast cereal. uh, Spaceballs. (laughs)
1: Spaceballs.
0: The 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 flame torch. You you know. Spaceballs. The uh, the bed sheets. You know. And the funny thing is, in the movie, throughout the rest of the movie, you start seeing that reference. Like when uh when the when the uh, president of Spaceballs, Mel Brooks, is in bed with the two women, he uh, you see the sheets. The Spaceballs. The sheets. Yeah. And it's literally with the characters on it. And I'm like, oh, dude, I would love to have those sheets. Um, later on in the uh, diner, Spaceballs the placemat is, like, on the diner. Like, where they, you know. So, yeah, and then to get back to what Brandon was talking about, Spaceballs the action figures. And Rick Moran is, is playing with the toys. He's, like, he's doing the voice. He's, like, literally sitting there on the ground. It just It reminded me of being a kid. <laughs> <laughs> he's in there with the toys he's like oh you think you can fight me Lone Star uh, I'm here to save the princess Well, oh, you can't save her because I'm more powerful than you blah. and then like he took uh barf hey what are you doing uh get out of here blah and then like he did the same thing to uh uh the uh robot blah and then like he took her and she's like oh no no, oh, no yes no yes uh Oh, your helmet is so big. And then, like, uh, <laughs> Colonel Sanders pops in. And he, like, he, he covers. It's like he's doing something that he shouldn't be doing. And I didn't understand it as a kid. I'm like, wh- why, why did he cover it up? It's like, but I understand now as an adult looking at this. But and he's like, did you see anything? No, sir. Did I did not see you play with your doll, sir. <laughs> oh, man. Brandon, take over. What do you think? Uh,
1: I just, it, it, it like, and like, every five every ten minutes, there was a big joke or something. It was something really hilarious. It, just, it made me miss like two or three minutes every time because I was laughing so hard. That's why I don't remember some stuff. I, I honestly, I know it comes off like I haven't seen the movie, but I have. It just... I, I, just, like, I can't what was one of your
0: favorite? What was uh, one of your favorite bits, or uh, jokes in the movie?
1: Well, I love the little joke at the end about Pizza Hut, uh, but I love the... Uh, she thought he left with the money. You know, and turns out he didn't take the money. And he shows up and he's now a prince.
0: Yeah, so he finds out that the medallion that he has around his neck makes him a prince.
1: What I love about that scene the most is the priest. Because he says he's going to marry somebody today. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love how he just... He's just he, over it. Yeah, he's over it. I'm <laughs> he not says, he,
0: we're going to do the uh, fast, fast version. Yeah. Do you, do you you're married, you know.
1: And Prince Valiant, just
0: like, okay. <laughs> yeah. like, I like hey, the... I just wanna go to sleep. I like the, um, I, I, I like the, uh. <laughs> I like, oh, there's a couple of scenes. All is Rick Moranis, but one is when he food, uh, so they were on the desert, they're sleeping, and uh, they finally find out where they are. And so the force with them is because the of Schwartz. And the Schwartz... Is like a ring, I guess, yeah. and and uh, and there's a upside. He says, "All right." So Rick Moranis explains it this way because uh, Colonel Sanders says, "Hey, why don't you just go in there and get her? You have the Schwartz." And he says, "Yeah, but he has the Schwartz too." But the way he act, he act kind of like, um, like, "Yeah, I don't want, I don't want to fight him," you know? Yeah. But he act kind of scared. He's like, "Yeah, but he has the Schwartz too." He's like, "But, but you have the Schwartz," he says. I know, I know, but it's not St. Schwartz. He has a, he has a, he didn't say upside, a good side. He said upside, but I got the downside, you know, it's like, like a decoder ring almost, you know? Yeah. And, um, and he says, oh, I get, I do what we do. we have her come to me. And so, um, he does like some type of, that Schwartz allows him to pretend to be other people. So he, he pretended to be, uh, her father, you know? And then like, she's like, father, is that you? Of course it's me. I wouldn't lie to you. I'm the king. Why would I lie to you? And it's just so obviously. Yeah. And then so she goes and runs out to him. And then like, uh, they said, no, no, don't do it. By the time you get to her, he transforms back into dark realm. This is my favorite line. foo <laughs> He says that real quick. Um, and, uh, and later on when he's fighting... Uh, when he's fighting, uh, uh, Lon- one star. He's like, um, he does the same thing where he's like, Oh yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, we, we, we're going to play by the, the rules and not do anything. Let's shake on it. Oh, I can't believe you fell for that man. <laughs> uh, you, Oh, you're so stupid, man. Why would you fall for that? That's the oldest trick in the book, man. Oh yeah. yeah let me get back to you. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. Just like over exaggerating bad guy, and I loved it. Um, so yeah, it's just like it's just a very enjoyable movie. Um, I wanted to mention oh, go ahead.
1: Uh, when the ship's about to explode, they're trying to disarm it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to say they could have disarmed it, uh,
0: but it's out of order,
1: yeah. So I was like, so it blows up, and I'm like, oh no, <laughs> they killed him. I actually thought he was dead. No, oh, like, that's good. I was like, oh no.
0: And so that probably dampered did Oh, man. Yeah, I was like, but when
1: he, they show, he shows up, oh, it was like on a beach. Yeah, it,
0: it was Planet of the
1: Apes. Planet of the Apes. I was like.
0: Which I would have loved to see I that just sequel. I
1: laughing. I would have <laughs> loved <laughs> to
0: see that sequel. So you have Colonel Sanders. You have uh, the president of Spaceballs, Mel Brooks. I'm just going to call him Mel Brooks. And you got uh, Dark Helmet out on the Planet of the Apes. That would have been a great sequel to Spaceballs. I would have loved to see that. Um, uh, but yeah, and for the most part, all three of those guys still alive. We can make that happen. <laughs> It'd be the, they're older now, but you know. Yeah. But I would love to see like that they've been living there this whole time. Um,
1: yeah, I, I also love, I guess it was the bar or diner mm-hmm. when the guy gets sick and the alien pops out of him. Uh, and, and you know who that was, right?
0: No. The actor? He's the same dude that was in Alien that had to happen to him.
1: Oh, I thought it was, but yeah. I wasn't sure. Yeah, that's
0: why I said, oh, no. Not, not again. Not again.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, another little cameo that was in this movie, although it wasn't a cameo cameo, but me and Brandon will appreciate it. It was freaking Art from The Burbs. Yeah. He shows up as uh, a, he shows up as like a,
1: what are they called?
0: Spaceballs. Uh, soldier, space ball trooper, yeah, something like space that. Ball trooper. Space trooper, ball trooper. But anyway, he shows up and they get beat up and uh, like and they show up again and he's like, yeah, yeah, these guys took our uniforms and he's like, yeah, yeah, and they beat the shit out of us, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, he shows up, so I'm like, hey, it's art. And it's funny because when me and Brandon was reviewing the Burbs, which you can find it on this channel, we made that reference, I believe, where we said it seems like. They wanted John Candy, but yeah. couldn't get John, so settled for this guy, which he was pretty funny. He was good, yeah, but, he's good, but I love to see the interaction between actually John Candy and that guy because it's like, oh, it's, you know, they they work together. Um, oh, I love John, but um, yeah, man, the movie was really good. I loved what did you think about the fight at the end, oh, between the uh, Lord Helmet and the Dark Helmet and uh,
1: Lone uh, Star, yeah. Uh, it was just funny, I actually missed him holding his helmet, holding his head while he yeah. was I missed it. It's on video. I was recording it <laughs> that's, that's how enjoyable it was. I was just recording it and adding it to my snapchat as you know as my snap as, mm. like but I just thought I pr- loved it better than uh Luke and Darth Vader's fight. Mean, yeah it, even though it, I know it's spoofing it, it's funny, but I just. I enjoyed the movie just better
0: than that trilogy. Speaking of that, speaking of that, this is what I think, man. Uh, This movie, so at the end of the, obviously, Space Polos, it blows up. We already told you that uh, the Dark Helmet and the bad guys end up with Planet of the Apes, which would have been perfect to see. Um, And then, so, we already told you that Princess Vespa is going to be married to the Valium guy. But then we realized that Lone Star is... Prince Lone Star, and so he marries her, and they live happily ever after. After uh, in the in the in the uh, Winnebago, whatever, going through space, um, and so the heroes succeed. Pizza Hut's dead. Uh, they're both royalty now. Uh, but that that was the end of the movie. Uh, one of the things that we didn't mention real quick is that the. The uh, so when Rick Moranis was fighting Lone Star, when they was fighting, uh, he hit when he uh, when he ran, he he hit his head or he knocked him out and knocked him back and he hit the self destruct button yeah. and they had five minutes that it was gonna self destruct or something like that. Um, and they were racing today, they does racing. For some reason out of nowhere, I didn't understand the joke, maybe I missed it, but out of nowhere. All these circus performers came out. I guess they were prisoners. I don't understand. Or is he a, also a pizza guy? It was just the most random thing, and everybody escaped. Even the bongo, the player dude, yeah, got out. But except for these guys, even the bear escapes. But it just was the most random thing. That's the only thing that. That's my only thing I didn't like as much is the ending as far as these random characters because I didn't understand. The joke. I didn't get the joke. Uh, maybe it was just a circus that they're running over. I don't know if it was more literal on the nose joke. But um, but what my point is, real quick, is this is the way you do a spoof movie. Yeah,
1: yeah. Because it felt like a movie. Yep. It,
0: I it, didn't, it didn't rely on fart mm-hmm. jokes and stuff like
1: that. No, I mean, I, I tend not to watch spoofs because it feels like it's a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Scary Movie did that for me, though. Uh, well, I don't mind the first one, but...
0: But even then, it was kind of... I think I kinda...
1: it, then they got like six or five or six scary movies or whatever that mm-hmm. spawned all these crappy spoofs. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, what was it? Uh, one was like uh, End of the World uh, Dates, Date Movie.
0: Yeah, all those date <laughs> movies, epic movies. Uh, not another teen movie was okay. I hadn't seen that one. Uh, but but it spawned The Vampire so Sucks, it was another one. Just like those little crappy movies that are all literally copy paste and stupid.
1: Yeah, I, <clears throat> like I, <throat> I've always like Naked Gun's been my top spoof film. I mean, it just I never thought it would be topped
0: ever. And it did it.
1: And Spaceballs did it. Wow. I, <laughs>
0: And Naked Gun is in its own right. It's good. Uh, Airplane, you've never seen. I haven't seen that. Uh, that's also an, another good one. Um, mostly, Mel Brooks films are all spoof films. All of them are really, he's like the master of spoof what films. What other films has he done? Uh, we, he got, um, I was about to grab my D, my Blu-ray. Um, I'm going to grab it. He's going to grab it. I'm going for it. He's going for the Blu-ray. I'm going for the Blu-ray. All right, let's see. You can hear all this on our audio, but I'm okay with that, because we love you, and we love you spending time with us. So, Mel Brooks' collection, uh, with him as the Spaceballs uh, dude, all right, so we have uh, Twelve Cheers, which is his first film I've never seen, I've never seen it, so one day I'm just going to have to watch it, Uh, Blazing Saddles. Which is excellent. It's a it's a Spaghetti Western spoof. Who's in it? Uh, Cleavon Little, Gene Wilder. Uh, I want to say... It's written seen it. also by Rich Pryor. Rich Pryor was a writer on this.
1: I want to say I've seen it, but... I...
0: It's excellent. We'll have to watch this. Man, Blazing Sp- Saddles is one of the funniest movies I've ever seen in my life. Um, Young Frankenstein. I haven't seen that. You know, honestly... Uh, don't hate me, guys. I haven't seen as much of it. I've seen little parts of it, but I will revisit it and watch it. I'm gonna watch these all in order. Silent movie. I seen that and that was really funny. Never it's it's it. a, literally a silent movie they made, but it's really funny. High Anxiety is his uh, Hitchcock spoof film. Um, Never seen it. He uh, he spoofs. Uh, uh, he spoofs every Hitchcock, Hitchcock film that came out at that time. Psycho, I think. Uh, everything. It's just really creative. He does a birds reference, which is really funny. Instead of uh, the birds, it's like pigeons. Yeah. And and the pigeons uh, start... I don't want to tell the joke. Oh my gosh, it's funny. I'm not getting it in nothing way. My favorite one of his movies is History of the World Part 1. There never was a part two. It's just called that. Uh... He, uh, it spoofs, uh, historical movies, like history films, like, um, everything from, like, caveman stuff to all the way to, like, uh, the French Inquisition and stuff like that. And then To Be or Not To Be, I've never seen that. And then, of course, Spaceballs, which you've yeah. seen. And then lastly, Robin Hood Men in Tights.
1: You don't hate me because, uh, I have
0: seen that one. I did not like it. Yeah, it you know that was one of his later ones, and at that point, it felt like he was going more along the way of what other people were doing. Like he was, like it felt like it's more copying more of like the airplane, naked gun, uh, National Lampoon's yeah. type of style, and not his own. His own style in itself is brilliant, and then but when you start kind of mimicking, and that's what my biggest fault with the Wayne brothers. Uh, because I felt like they started mimicking, trying to be like National Lampoon, but then they just do more gross-out humor and it just got dumb. Um, like, uh, I, you've never seen it, I don't think, but uh, I'm Gonna Get You sucker. It's a really good spoof film. I have it on like, one
1: of on my list. I just never have watched yeah, it. Yeah,
0: it's really funny. Really good. It's spoofing black exploitation films. It's really good. There's jokes in there, just funny. Even though there's still some Fart jokes every now and then, but it's still funny. Uh, and then, obviously, Scary Movie was funny the first one. Then the uh, uh, I would say uh, don't don't be a menace to South Central, I have but seen that one. Drink your juice in the hood. It's funny because it's spoofing the hood movies, and it does a really good job with doing that.
1: Did that come out after Friday or after Boys in the Hood?
0: It came after Boys in the Hood. It came after all that because that's why I referenced all that all those movies in the title. I couldn't remember. Um,
1: which ice cube film, but it was really mocking there.
0: It's mocking, uh, uh, don't, it's, it's mocking boy, boys in hood. It's mocking, mm-hmm. which is ice, ice cube film. It's mentioned, it meant, uh, don't be a minister, uh, minister, South central, uh, a minister society, society, uh, and I then, then was uh, South film. central is another movie and then juice. And then, uh, Boys not it so, yeah? But hey, last part of the time that we have for uh, just the review of this, and then we're going to get into a little bonus stuff within the same episode. Real quick, Brandon, 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 uh, we didn't even do movie news, we still got to do that. We'll do it at the end because it's that's, that's gonna work out. Final thoughts before we get into our review, our, our scores, uh, of Spaceballs,
1: yeah, it was like. Honestly, it was just really a good spoof, but I don't even look at it as a spoof. Really I really don't. You look at it
0: as a, a, a real ex- a, uh, a, a, a movie, a, a
1: true movie, true comedy. I uh, it's I would put this probably top ten comedies I've ever saw. Uh, it's, I mean, I, maybe top five. I mean, that's a that's a list you have to really think about, but it's up there and. Yeah. The last movie that I think that actually made me laugh like that was probably Ace Ventura Pet Detective mm-hmm. as a kid. I mean, I... Mm. Like, I missed so half was the like, movie laughing. Cause today, you don't see that. You don't, Yeah. You and it, no, no, this
0: movie would not work today. You can't say Druish jokes. Yeah. You can't get away with this stuff. Um,
1: the way the world is today, it's, it
0: ruins oh, the it's, comedy. It's, it's code. It's one, two, three, four, five. 2, Yeah. <laughs> it's like whose code is that? Uh, and then like, and then that joke pays off. It's like, uh, one, two, three, It's a that's what an idiot would have as, as a suitcase luggage code or something like that. And then the president was like, one, two, three, four, five. It's, it's, that's what I got for my suitcase luggage. Yeah. You know? And you're like, oh, that's the payoff of that joke. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's really good. Uh, my, my thoughts is, I uh, it it's really allowed Mel Brooks to shine, uh, in uh in space in this like little and it shows that he can do more than just you know, other little spoof films. He it can spoof something and it felt grand. It's, it felt big. Mm-hmm. Uh and I loved the characters. I loved I loved um John Candy. I loved Rick Moranis. Those are the two big takeaways for me is those guys. Um and yeah, they I,
1: were, I how could you not I mean Rick I would say this is probably my favorite performance of his. Yeah, I would,
0: I've seen. I, would, I, would I would say so. Because he played against stereotype. Yeah. They usually cast him as like the neurotic nerd. Uh, or like, well, in uh, Little Giants. Little Giants or whatever. He was like the guy that was bullied and picked on by his big brother. But tried the... Which is a great movie. It, it,
1: it's kind of like Rudy, but as a comedy. Yeah. With the brothers.
0: Yeah. You know, but
1: Competition, you know, but
0: um, I, it was
1: a great movie. I I kept thinking while watching it, I want a sequel.
0: <laughs> yeah. And they and they teased the sequel, Space Boss 2, The Search for More Money. Um but uh which I'm Mel Brooks, I'm okay with that. Do that. Uh I'm just
1: curious, did it flop at the box office? I don't
0: know. Now let me ask you this before we get into ratings, real quick. We ha we know that Dom is dead, so uh, you had to recast someone, well, piece of the Hudson Dan anyway. So, uh, who would you recast as Barf if they were to do this? Uh, who would you cast now? What actors, what actor can fill the role of Barf, Or at least son of Barf, or something if like he that.
1: he was a Chris Farley.
0: Ac- absolutely, but, I don't
1: I, I'm know.
0: not going to say, I'm not going to say Kevin James, but, I who mean, would Kevin you cast? Kevin
1: comes to mind with the size, but, he don't have the comedy chops in my opinion to play. That
0: character, uh, you know, I'm gonna go crazy here. Maybe Jonah Hill, yeah, maybe Jonah Hill. I would say, but he might not be famous enough. Will Sasso, I think that he could, maybe yeah, pull yeah, it off.
1: definitely more than Jonah Hill. Definitely, yeah, uh, he's definitely not famous enough, but yeah, he's funny. I mean, from what I've seen, yeah. there's very little of what I've seen. I think
0: he can slide right into that and be believable as Barth, um, but
1: yeah, for someone famous, though, I would say someone like Jonah Hill, yeah, who for whatever reason, doesn't do comedy as much as he used yeah. to. So.
0: Well, real quick, we've run out of time uh, for this review portion. Uh, markouts. I'm going to give this five Markouts out of five. Uh, it's, and also I reviewed it on Letterboxd as well. So did Brandon. Um, but yeah, it's a great movie that withstands the test of time. And yes, it ha- it holds it, up.
1: It does hold up for me anyway. I'll give it five. Five
0: mark-outs. Easy five. Just an easy five. Just an easy five, man. Uh, I I I can't wait for you to see more Bre- Mel Brooks films. Uh, um, we're going to have to sit and do a series of Mel Brooks. I don't know if all of them are available on streaming. Um, but, yeah, if not, then I can let you borrow some. But, <laughs> all right, well, we're going to uh, move into the uh, movie news. And also, what's coming, what's in theaters this weekend as well. And then we're going to touch up on a little bit of Golden Globes and Oscar uh, noms. So, here we go. Brandon, what are we about to get into right now?
1: We're about to get into some movie, movie news. So, at first, uh you want me to just go through it all? Just Go through
0: what you want to go through. We'll, okay. we'll cut it off if we need to.
1: Sam Raimi wants to direct another Evil Dead with Bruce Campbell returning as Ash. Your thoughts on that?
0: I'm okay with it. I liked evil, uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead, show that was... Uh, did you see it all? I did. So uh, I'm
1: assuming he doesn't die since he wants to do a movie with
0: him? Yeah, he can't kill Ash. Um, okay. But, yeah, but the way it season. ends, is I don't want to give spoilers, but it ends on a cliffhanger, and I look forward to that cliffhanger. But yeah, I think it'd be cool to uh, kind of... I'd love to see it. I don't know if they would consider that canon now, or they'll just retcon that series if he does another Evil Dead movie. I would
1: hope they would consider it. I mean,
0: yeah, well, if they do. Then they gotta do a lot of explaining to get back because it goes somewhere it was left field. So oh. yeah, so it'd be kind of weird. I wonder if they'd just retcon it, but I
1: hate that they would retcon it though. I mean, yeah. first season was great. You seen it? I've seen the first season. Oh yeah, well, I haven't it's... seen season two or three. <laughs> Because um, we saw it on a free preview when uh, they were doing was stars. With the stars, yeah. Yeah, so uh, then they stopped, and we just bought the DVDs for mm-hmm. season two and three. They well, just hey, haven't watched those, though? No. Well, because of Supernatural so long.
0: <laughs> that, that, yeah, yeah, Supernatural. Man, I love that show. We're going to have to do an episode on that when that concludes. Um, I'm not, I, 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 I'm, I'm kind of, I haven't seen a couple of episodes of this season. I still need oh, to no, go back. Still but,
1: on season 12.
0: Oh with yeah. So to answer your question, I'm I'm all for it. Hey,
1: I'm, I'm Sam
0: Raimi, you got it right by the way. I wanna to get to tell you that. You got his name right.
1: <laughs> Apparently I screw up some names. I call, bad. I
0: call him out every time. He
1: does. Uh but yeah. I'm all for it. anything legal did. Like mm-hmm. I am a fan of that series as a whole. I just don't like Army of Darkness. Hmm. Which you know most people do. Mm-hmm. I don't like that direction. Give me real evil dead. That's, that's what I'm here for. That's just me. A lot of people love it. And that's great. All right. Bob Dylan to get a biopic treatment. Your thoughts on Bob Dylan getting a film.
0: I'm not a huge Bob Bob Dylan guy. Um, I don't know. I I, guess it'd be interesting if it's just like his time in the 60s and 70s and 50s and stuff. Like, like, I'm
1: curious, like on his story, I guess, uh, not a big fan of his music. Did well,
0: they but cast Adrian Brody because he was, he looks? Like I no, they
1: didn't. I uh, I didn't write down who. It. It's some foreign actor though, but it's not Adrian. Uh, okay.
0: I, I like Adrian Brody. People, I know. I don't mm. know if a lot of people like him or not. Yeah. I amazing. like Adrian. I liked him in the Pianist. I thought that was Which an excellent like Kevin movie. Kevin Wolf for his yeah. career
1: kind of dropped. Yeah. It's funny that, how that happens to yeah. some actors.
0: Cuba, Cuba Gooding Jr. Won the uh, Best Supporting Actor. For Jerry Maguire? For Jerry Maguire. Then he did Love Boat.
1: (laughs) I vaguely remember that movie. Vaguely. Maybe
0: he did Snow Dogs at that time.
1: But he just, it just went downhill. He did go downhill. Yeah. Terrific actor though. I mean, awesome. But yeah. Um, Okay. Bright 2 is still in the works. Your thoughts for Bright 2?
0: That's the one with uh, Will Will Smith. Smith. I like, I I like the first Bright movie. Uh, they remind me of Alienation. Um, I like, I like, I like that they create a world where fairy tale creatures yeah. really exist, and I want to do more world exploring. So I'm okay I'll, with that.
1: The problem I have with that movie is actually Will Smith. Really? <laughs> I didn't like him in it.
0: Uh, surprisingly,
1: because mm. I love Will, but I didn't. You would
0: you recast
1: him? I think I get, would. I don't but think they he... wouldn't.
0: Good. But, the selling point is Will Smith.
1: He is a selling point, but this, I care more about the I can't think of his name. He's from War he's from a lot of stuff. Uh he's a very good filmmaker as well, but cannot think of his name. He the, the, he's like, he's in partner. makeup, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I know about, who you're
0: talking about, but I don't remember his name. I
1: care more about him than Will Smith in that movie. Yeah. Uh but yeah. I'm right. for it, I mean regardless. I, I enjoyed it enough to want a sequel. Yeah. Uh, this is more for you than it is for me. Okay. Uh, and for the horror fans, and uh, I'm not—I've never watched one episode. But your thoughts of American Horror Story renewed through season thirteen—that
0: is, it's three that, seasons,
1: yeah, like a head. They've already renewed three seasons. That's
0: crazy to me. Um,
1: does, does it need it? I mean, <clears throat> is it well, it up a, every season for you? Does it, or is you are you thinking it's time to end this? I mean, uh, where they're at right now. I mean, as a fan of it. Well, the know, last
0: like, one was. Uh, uh eighty four uh nineteen eighty four uh i liked it um i thought that it, it stays fresh for me I lo- we don't have a lot of horror like straight up horror shows and this has now gotten a little campy though it feels like but i really i still like the product the first season it was actually truly terrifying for me like the ghost house the murder house was kind of scary to me. But yeah, I'm okay with it. But I don't know unless they got a where are they gonna take it. I don't know where they can take thirteen more, or, or that three going more. up to thirteen seasons. Yeah, three
1: more. Uh, yeah. Is it still going right now, or is it? In- it yeah,
0: that 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 season eighty four is ended now. I guess I don't know. If they're getting ready to shoot. It'll be season 10, 11, Yeah.
1: 10? I don't know. Well, anyway, it's green light to season thirteen. So. Three I, seasons, I, I, so I think I it's crazy to, but walking dead in the same boat, I feel as a American Horror <laughs> Story. Uh but yeah, it's it's crazy. Alright, some Mission Impossible news. Uh Nicholas Holt, I think it's how you pronounce his last name, uh is was was cast for Mission Impossible Seven and Eight. He is from the Ed universe, place Beast.
0: Oh, so he's being cast too. two?
1: No, he's gonna oh, yeah, he's cast Mission Impossible Seven and Eight. Oh, is for he gonna be Lee's like a scientist movie? guy? Probably. I don't he says he's gonna be the main villain.
0: Which the is- guy from Beast that plays Beast in the new newer, newer X Men. Yeah, Films. You know, the young dude. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care. I mean, I I, listen, I don't really care for Mission Impossible. Oh, I like what I seen of Fallout, but it, it, to me Fallout was still boring. I just like I liked. I'm just It's just hard for me to be motivated by Tom Cruise. I don't like Tom Cruise. It's hard to like Tom. You know, it's amazing And it's crazy that I liked freaking The Mummy so much.
1: But it's crazy to me that... No, this is true. It's crazy to me that so many people hate Tom Cruise. But yeah, he still makes money. It's like his hate is... It's real. But yeah,
0: they still go see him. Yeah. Maybe because the morbid curiosity that she does is on stunts. It's kind of like the Jackie Chan phenomenon because you like yeah, oh kind of like i wonder like, if he's gonna die he's in like, this movie you know
1: he's reaching 60 so but yeah i just i just blew my mind I mean, it still does to this day uh, that people hate him so much yeah i don't hate him. money
0: i just yeah like i mean
1: the, the hate is real in though. the
0: 80s in the 80s i was more and not even then. i just can't i'm really literally thinking And there's not one movie that I... Like, I didn't go Tom Cruise. I think I went Patrick Swayze. So, I went more Patrick route and not Tom route. I didn't
1: really come like a big fan of Tom's until he did Jerry Maguire.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's the first movie I seen him and I liked him. was Jerry Maguire. I didn't like him in Risky Business. I did not like Cocktails or whatever the hell, Flamingos, whatever that movie is. I didn't watch Top Gun. Like, I didn't watch it because I just... I don't care about Tom Cruise, uh, but on the flip side, Outsiders. I like Outsiders. Did not really care for him in Outsiders? But I did like Patrick Swayze in Outsiders, and I like well, everybody else in Outsiders. For and me, Ralph Macchio. I like Ralph Macchio. Ralph it's uh, uh
1: it's Johnny. Yeah. Matt Dillon is Dallas. Uh, and uh. Pony boy. Pony boy. I mean, see yes. Thomas Howell is him. That is. For me, why I love that movie yeah. so much. Yeah.
0: Freaking Emilio's in it. Yeah. Emilio freaking Espes is in the movie.
1: Yeah, I didn't care for Tom in that movie either. I didn't care. For, I really didn't care for him at all until he did Mission Impossible. I was like, oh, it's
0: I didn't care for Tom. Route to it's funny how much star star power is in that movie. And there wasn't even really stars at that time. It's funny how much people was actually in that. It's crazy to think about. Yeah. Outsiders and where everybody ended up going in life. You know.
1: I did see Tom like becoming this big star. He had
0: like the unibrow thing going on. Uh, he didn't have his teeth fixed yet at that point. Um, he was, but he was young, but then, you know, you got Patrick Swayze, who I want to say at that point when that came out, he's, I don't know if he's already did Dirty Dancing or is right before Dirty Dancing. I don't think so. I think outside is predates Dirty Dancing. I think it
1: predates, I think it predates Roadhouse. Uh, I know
0: it predates Ghost. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, um, but yeah. But my point was with the people that was in Outsiders, the careers I followed was Emilio, Patrick, Ralph. I followed their careers. I didn't follow Tom's. I didn't follow. uh, Rob Lowe was in it. Who? Rob Lowe. Yeah, I didn't really follow him either. Yeah, I like Rob Lowe. I forgot that he was in it. But yeah, I didn't really follow him. I didn't really follow C. Thomas Howe. Uh, although yeah, he, really although so he did that movie where he's like so man where he like did blackface and he was trying to get a scholarship but that's only given to African americans this is a real movie and he and he uh, he takes pills and to then how takes is, yes and uh, and he takes pills that darkens his skin and he essentially starts putting on the fro and pretend to be a black job guy to go to college right. I am not making this up this movie happened this movie likely killed his career. <laughs> That's what killed his career. He probably was like, on it, a, on a, like, man, dude, your career is hot, man. Your breakfast club, you know, not breakfast club, but your uh, Rat Pack, you know, connected and stuff. Yeah. You're going places. Uh, but then he did that and he's like, Eww. whereas you have Emilio, like, uh, I don't know. Uh, I think. He did a uh, lot he, in the 80s. Yeah, but I mainly started seeing him on my radar with Mighty Ducks, boom. Uh, men at, men at Work, which he was the better part of that movie. Um, it's with him and his brother. Yeah. Uh, Charlie. but his career still, I thought, did this, and he's like, okay, well, I'm going to step away from acting, but more direct. And so, but I, but I have, he's like John Candy to me. I love Emilio Estevez. So, uh,
1: Got two more for you. Uh, <clears throat> saved by the Bell will include Zach and Kelly somehow.
0: And yeah, seen that he's coming back.
1: He is coming back. I haven't seen that she's coming back, but he can only do three episodes.
0: Real quick, what do you think he... about them? Who they cast as the new? Uh, is that a girl a good... or is that a dude? I don't know.
1: It's a transgender actress. She's from Glee. Uh, I don't know who she is. I just I, re- I read a little bit of the articles like. I just hope they
0: don't screw it up. It's gonna, it's gonna flop. You think so? You it's gonna, gonna flop. flop. Them coming back. I don't. Yeah, it's gonna. I, I would much rather have seen a season two of BH 90210 than a remake of a reboot of that. Because I think well, they're playing, what, what their, made,
1: they're playing their characters though.
0: So I, yeah, I know, but still, what made what made uh, say about a belt so great is how it was so. 80s, yeah. so early 90s that it just, uh, it, it worked in that time frame. And I don't think now it carries over. Yes, I would like to see Mario Lopez. Uh, yes, I would like to see... Um, Elizabeth Berkeley. Yeah. Uh, yes, I would like to see these people. Uh, but... It's not that...
1: So you're You're not willing to give it a chance.
0: I will give it a chance. But I'm just saying... <laughs> And then with the whole, you know, I don't know. It's got to be something that pulls me in that well, makes me I want know to he
1: it. said he wouldn't do anything unless he felt like it was like Cobra Kai, like it was.
0: Yeah, no, it's like hard. That. It's hard to capture that, man. That's dope.
1: It is hard to, but but I, I I'm hoping for the best.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I wished he kind of wasn't part of midst. What's it called? Midstish.
0: Mixish, yeah, okay. Mix-ish. That's Mixish. Un- something. Yeah, like
1: like you mixes. Like I, I, I wish he wasn't part of that, but I'm glad he is because I know it's successful. So I wish you know I wish him nothing but the best. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was I'm 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 gonna give it a shot. I hope it. I mean, I love Saved Bell. That's that's my show.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: that predates Dawson's Creek, so uh, that that was like that Wonder Years was like like well, it
0: kind of ran concurrent with uh nine and because I would literally flip. Between well, although Saved by the Bell was on, Saturday on Saturdays mornings, mornings. as to me, it was, I think, came on before the cartoon lineup, or maybe as a different channel, they still had cartoons, but they had Saved by the Bells. Uh, and then, um, but I, I always compared the two, yeah, I'm like, oh, they I have understand. a Kelly, they have you know,
1: because uh, Tiffany actually left to go to Berkeley, yeah, it's not, it's not yeah, and it, and it is a connection,
0: yeah, and uh, and I felt like. It felt like it was, like, early Disney, almost, as far as, like, it's not Disney, but I'm saying, as far as, like, the way that they treat their, like, the people broke from that show and wanted to be something, and do something risky, that's why you got Showgirls, which was a flop, but she buried it all, because, and there was the, you know, people were like, oh, wow, uh, freaking Jesse, is running around here showing I never, her...
1: I never saw the movie. It,
0: it was bad, but, you know... But it was bad because they. It's just one of the worst movies in history. But
1: and he ended up doing a movie with uh, Tom Everett Scott about college. Uh, they they got high all the time. So
0: nobody he, nobody from that. And I will give you this. Yeah. Comparing nine hundred two and oh to Saved by the Bell, I say I say you have more success for people going on from to and out doing other things than you yeah, do only, for people from Bell. The only Bell.
1: one that really. Zach. Still, still gets work as his Mark Paul Gosselaar. Yeah, yeah. He really is the only Dustin one. Because Dustin
0: Diamond, he's just not doing nothing but being an asshole. But you know, yeah, he's
1: not coming back.
0: <clears throat> Nobody cares. But yeah,
1: I, mean, I wish he would. I I love Screech, but but I, don't, does, I
0: guess he doesn't want to play that character.
1: Well, they don't want him. Every, he wrote a book about him and apparently lied about what happened on the show and stuff. And oh, I, so I can't blame them. Yeah. But yeah, but my last one was Willow, the TV series, is officially a go at Disney Plus.
0: I right. know how you feel. I know how you feel. <laughs> you ain't got to broadcast it to the world, Brandon. We know how you feel. You are a Willow fanatic. You I are am. a Warwick Davis fanatic. I am. Well, hey, guess what? I also like Warwick Davis as well. I think he is, should be respected. Is one of the best uh, character actors and actors that, you know, he took a character that was, could have been like a throwaway horror villain in Leprechaun and made him a standout one that people would even, at some point, probably put kind of around there with Chucky, but not on that level. But I'm saying they put him, he's definitely on like the C level of of horror villains. I won't put him in the B's. I might even put him in the B's.
1: Like I don't put him up at Chucky, but I do think it would be an interesting fight. <laughs> but I I have love for work like no one has love for work, Davis.
0: I don't doubt it. I mean, I like, Willow I mean, I was special though. Willow was a special movie.
1: Yeah, it, it is. It's a special movie. I look forward ben,
0: to it. Val Kilmer was great in it. Uh he's he's still battling illness, right?
1: I think so. I'm I'm pretty sure he's gonna be the one that dies in top gun maverick. It's his, he, oh yeah, yeah. Because there's like a, a like a yeah, funeral scene, scene. Yeah. in the trailers. So I'm pretty sure that's gonna be him. Yeah. It, he's he's no shape to be doing a movie like that, and he's no, he's in no shape to be back in Willow either. So, uh, I don't yeah. know. I I look forward to the TV series though. I'm curious to see what it, story's gonna be. Um, I think yeah. Aaron's getting. A,
0: oh, it's a, spam. Anyway. <laughs> that's all right.
1: But yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Oh. Uh, do you do you have time to go through this uh biggest box office risk? Yeah, 2020? go ahead. Okay. Here's what they named. Is a is a major risk. Sonic the Hedgehog. Bloodshot was a comic book adaptation.
0: First one, Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Uh, agree, disagree. I agree. It's gonna be a risk.
1: I mean, it is a risk. Yeah. But I think it's gonna ultimately pay off.
0: Uh, well, oh, so so let's ask that question then. Um, it's a risk. We know it's a risk. Will it pay off?
1: I think so. Sonic will pay off for you? I think so.
0: I, I think, think that it will pay off with the kids. And I think that... Yeah, I think it'll pay off with the kids. That's what I say.
1: Up next is Bloodshot. Comic book adaptation starring Vin Diesel and Guy Pierce.
0: Uh, it won't pay off.
1: <laughs> Automatically no for you. It won't pay off. <laughs> because...
0: Cause Vin Diesel and uh, listen, Vin on his own doesn't have it. Uh, I Pitch Black wasn't really that wasn't really that good. Even though I had a sequel. Oh, I
1: love Pitch Black.
0: You like Pitch Black? Not because of him. <laughs> All right, I, but Pitch Black. Uh, uh what's the sequel to that? Chronicles. Of Chronicles Riddick. of Riddick. I hated it. Yeah. Uh, the Riddick. The pacifier I love- was okay, uh, but. Not a huge see, Tipsy agrees, but I just think that it's gonna it's not gonna pay off because I don't think he's bankable by himself.
1: I mean, I love Guy Pearce. I think Guy Pearce should have been bloodshot, but mm. I think he's just a better actor. Uh, but I agree with you. It's it's I think it's gonna flop. I think it's gonna flop hard.
0: <laughs> New Mutants. Uh, I think it's gonna pay off. Uh, I hate that it's it was filmed back in twenty seventeen, and uh, and it's just now coming out. I wish that it was. I wish that it had. Um, I guess I wish it would have came out sooner. You know but what? but I think that it will work out.
1: I think. Here's what I I don't know if it's what I think or it's what I hope. But I think this is gonna somehow get turned into an MCU movie. Hmm. Maybe, I don't I don't know. I, I just don't feel them doing, bringing this to, you know, a, giving it a theatrical release if it, if it doesn't matter. I believe they've, they've added something to it. Because okay. Disney approves this movie and everything. So I, I don't know. I just feel like it's, there's, there's a possibility it could be an MCU
0: movie.
1: Okay. Uh, next, I think it'll pay off though. <laughs> Artemis Fowl. Um I see a big flop. I yeah, remember. I
0: think it's gonna flop. I don't but I'm not familiar with the uh the novel or book or yeah, I don't it. hear
1: anyone talking about it I, I just, at
0: all. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna pay off.
1: Um Top Gun Maverick. I was actually surprised to see this on the list. Is it really risky? I mean Uh yeah. Um you
0: gotta but I think that it will I think it will pay off. I don't like Tom, but that doesn't mean everybody else doesn't, and I think that they'll show up for Tom Cruise, and nostalgic-wise, you show up for a Top Gun.
1: Yeah, I think most people are going to show up for this yeah. that love the original movie, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I think it's going to pay off. I, 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 it's one of my, it's like number two of my most anticipated films, which Aaron was baffled about. Uh, up well, next? Morbius. Uh, Is
0: that
1: risky for you? Yeah. Uh, Jared Leto. Jared Leto. What is it?
0: Yeah, it's risky, so it may not pay off. Because Jared Leto hasn't rebounded from playing Joker, and so
1: I think he rebounds. I think, think it's going to me- pay off. I think it's going. I think it's going to do well. Uh, this is a Tom Hanks film. I'm not sure if it's called BIOS, uh, but it's B I O S. Yeah, uh,
0: he's like a Colonel Sanders or something. Uh, so, it's
1: him and his dog, and he creates this robot. It's like a, a apocalyptic world.
0: Apocalyptic.
1: Apocalypse.
0: He said Papa But But
1: anyway, it's Tom Hanks. I'm there. So, I don't know if it's going to pay off or not. Mm -hmm. Because it's going to come out close to Venom 2. It could get lost in a shuffle. But,
0: Um, I'll be there. I'll say that, I'll say that it may pay off because it's Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks alone, with the exception of uh, What's that? What's that one road movie, Road to Redemption, with oh, did like it? No, I didn't. But it doesn't mean that nobody else didn't. I didn't like it.
1: I don't think I've seen it all the way through. Yeah, there
0: you
1: go. There's my but, point. <laughs> it's not that I hated it. I just that I
0: I wasn't in the mood for it. Right.
1: It's just certain movies you got to be in the mood for.
0: And that was not one of them. <laughs> right, go ahead.
1: I guess so. Okay, Snake Eyes is on this list. The like GI Joe. they're trying to I'm I'm excited for
0: it it won't pay off though
1: you don't think it's gonna work no
0: I think that franchise is dead in the water no coming back no coming back nothing they can do no I think that I don't think it's gonna I don't know I don't don't think so alright
1: Godzilla vs. Kong
0: it pay off it has to pay off off. it has to pay off because of. although was it the last one uh, was it considered a flop?
1: I think they considered it breaking even. But, but still. Maybe not. Critically
0: panned it. So, Yeah, I, yeah
1: it was considered crit- critically panned a flop. I mean,
0: But I think that it needs to, this needs to pay off. Because if not, means, then it's going to kill two franchises. Kong and Zilla.
1: I hate to see it kill Kong. I mean, Kong, I feel Kong's the best film yeah, in it was. the series. No, I agree. Uh, I agree. I agree. That's sad to say because Godzilla's like more he's more popular. I mean, yeah. But I hope it pays off. Mm-hmm. I think it will. I mean, it's Godzilla versus Kong. That should be enough to sell.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Should. But I don't know. Now this is a movie I don't know anything about. This is the last one, Dune.
0: I, I don't. Dune, D U N E. Dune. Yeah. All right, so it's uh, so it was in the eighties, I think. There was a movie of Dune. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That about was it. like. I've never seen it. And then they made a sequel later on, Doom 2, I think. I think it's a book series, too, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know enough about it, but I think they it would pay off, because I, there may be some diehard fans. I'm not that,
1: sure, though, because I, I compare this movie to the Blade Runner, the last one that came out. The,
0: the 2040-something. Yeah. The I'm uh, comparing it to that. I have no idea. You had a,
1: you had a, it was a cult following, I know, of Harrison Ford. I've never didn't. seen the
0: first Blade Runner. I'm so sorry, guys.
1: I did. I didn't really like I it. i seen
0: parts of it. i never finished it because I got... Pardon me. I'm so sorry. I know I'm a movie critic. I know that I'm a fan of films and stuff. But it was boring to me. It got boring to me. I just... I just, I, And I know it was early... Harrison Ford, too, so... Yeah. Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. Uh, Ridley Scott. Sigourney's in there? Yeah. Daryl Hannah's in there? Um,
1: I'm pretty sure Sigourney's in there.
0: I'm almost certain. I can look it up. I can find my phone. Your phone's on the floor if fell. Yeah, it fell. So but, I, I
1: won't look it up. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, but anyway, I think that it would be... I think I think you say you think it won't pay off, but I think I, it will.
1: I think if it's like Blade Runner twenty forty or whatever it was called, I think the budget's gonna be too much. I just, yeah. I, I'm expecting this to be a big budget type film, so I, I don't know if it's unless on that.
0: it refreshes. The, it has to refresh. You know, I kind of think of it as like what Battlestar Galactica, the show did uh, when it came back. Uh, for that readaptation for the show, they took that old Star Wars rip off type of show and made made something that was really great with Battlestar Galactica, and uh, and I was and I was a fan of that one.
1: He well, just sold me on watching the old show.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's like a Star Wars, or uh, I won't say Star Wars, or. Star Trek type type of. And then you went off. Star Trek and you just. No, it's, it's a Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars There's more Star Wars than a Star Trek, I think. But yeah, I
1: don't know. Uh, I don't, I mean, <clears throat> I don't know how big it is. I just I just kind of get a Blade Runner feel for it. Yeah, well, Like yeah. people will go, but I don't feel they will make enough money.
0: Money, yeah, I, I agree. Well, younger people won't know about it as much, and you know, you gotta rely. You're gonna have to rely heavily on the boomers yeah. <laughs> to love this movie. But that ends your. That's it. All right, real quick. uh, Within the whole movie news uh, coming out this weekend, wide release, 1917. Um, This movie has made uh, one Golden Globes and stuff, which we're going to get into here in a moment. Also, Just Mercy, uh, starring Jordan Jordan Michael Jordan Michael B Jordan. Michael Michael B. Jordan. uh, And Jamie uh, Foxx. Yeah. Brie Larson. And Brie Larson, unfortunately. Um, Yeah, I'm sorry. And then uh, Like a Boss, starring Tiffany Haddish, Rose Byrne, and Selma Hayek. Which, it looks like it's going to be the biggest flop of the weekend, in my opinion. Um,
1: It's actually supposed to do $13 this weekend.
0: And also coming out this weekend, joining the ranks of Star Wars Jumanji and other stuff. Sorry, out. Underwater, which I predict is going to be the sleeper hit of this weekend. I predict it's going to do well.
1: You
0: think so. I think so. I'm excited to it's see It's not
1: it on well. call to do well, that's all.
0: Yeah, but, I don't know, but it's funny. Jeremy Johns liked it. Chris Tuckman liked it. Oh,
1: did he like something? finally? Yeah, yeah, they both <laughs>
0: liked it. Uh, and then some other guy that I've seen on YouTube, he actually liked it. Uh, but, I'm, I'm not gonna get my hopes up, but I mean
1: the rotten tomato scores went up. It was like started in the 30s. It's at 49 last time I checked. So mm-hmm. The audience score was 68, percent but you know, I don't know. It's early on, so who's I mean I'm the excited winner? to see it.
0: But so you got 1917, Just Mercy, Like a Boss, and Underwater. Who's gonna be the winner?
1: 1917.
0: Okay, who's coming in second?
1: This weekend or between those four? This weekend. Uh, uh, of these four so, of these four okay I was going to say Star Wars yeah. uh, Just Mercy
0: Just Mercy okay third of these four
1: uh, Like a Boss
0: and then last is underwater. underwater okay I say 1917 I say 1917 for sure I say Just Mercy I'm going to switch this I think Under Underwater is going to come in third and Like a Boss is going to come in fourth although I think it's going to have the women demographic yeah. uh with the like of boss, just mercy is gonna have the older people demographic. Nineteen Seventeen is gonna have the older people demographic. Underwater is gonna have the. Is it, it's R? I think this is R.
1: I think it's rated right,
0: R. Yeah, it's gonna so. have the. The twenties, the the people that want to see something that's a popcorn film, demographic. So, all right, Um real quick before we end, actually conclude the podcast. Uh Golden Glow winners. Uh, best drama in TV series winner was Secession. I've never seen the show. I have no idea what it's about, but they say it's good. Best supporting actor in a, in a motion picture uh, is Brad Pitt. You agree? It was between I mean, him and the, uh... Let me go to the nominees and the winners. Uh...
1: I mean, he did a great job. I mean, I'm not right, saying go. that that he didn't. I'm he gonna was go fantastic. all the way down, dang,
0: dang, dang, I do dang. not
1: think he was better than Tom Hanks or Al Pacino. I, were they Man. nominated?
0: Yeah. Um, also, Joe Pesci was nominated too, right? Yep. Yeah. Also, real quick, uh, the Carol Burnett Award goes to Ellen DeGeneres. Uh, the Cecil B. DeMille Award goes to Tom Hanks, which is deserving for oh, both of them. Yeah. Um. Best performance by an actor in a supporting role in the series, limited series, or motion picture made for television. The nominees were Stellan St- Skarsgård for Chernobyl, Alan Arkin for Comiskey Method, uh, Karrion Culkin in Secession, uh, Andrew Scott in Fleabag, and Henry Winkler in Barry. Winner goes to Stellan Skarsgård in Chernobyl. I seen Chernobyl. You didn't see it. He deserves the win. I didn't see his other show, so it's hard for me to say that. But Chernobyl was really, really good. What he you extra. saw, you think he deserved? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, best performance by an actress in a supporting role in a series, limited series, or a motion picture made for television. Patricia Arquette in The Act, Helen Bonham Carter in The Crown, Tony Collette in Unbelievable, Meryl Streep. And Big Little Lies and Emily Watson in Chernobyl. The winner is Patricia Arquette for the act. Did you see that? No,
1: I didn't see
0: any of those. All right. So we'll move on for that. Mm-hmm. I didn't see none of those. Um, except for Chernobyl. <clears throat> except for Chernobyl, yeah. Uh, best performance by an actor in a television series, musical, or comedy. Um, Rami for Rami uh, Rami Yusuf for Rami Michael Douglas for the Kaminsky Method. Bill Hader as Barry or in Barry. Ben Platt in The Politician. Or Paul Rudd in Living With Yourself. Winner is Rami Yosef as Rami. Never heard of that show.
1: I've heard of some I've heard of Barry. I
0: heard I've of Paul. I heard Barry's really good actually.
1: I've heard of the Paul Rudd show, but I haven't seen it. It's before. on
0: Netflix. I've seen a couple episodes. It was okay. Most um,
1: people say it's he's boring. They don't know how Paul Rudd is boring. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I haven't seen it. I just... I'm in part of a Netflix group and they they said it was boring.
0: Oh, there's a Netflix group? You should invite me, Brandon. What are uh, you doing over here? I'll
1: invite
0: you. All right. Best performance by an actress in a television series, musical, or comedy. Phoebe Waller-Bridge in Fleabag, Christina Applegate for Dancing Me, Rachel Brosnahan, and Marvelous... Mrs. Mazel. Kirsten Dunst is still in the game with On becoming the god in Central Florida, and then Natasha, Leon and Russian Dolls. The winner is Phoebe Waller Bridge for Fleabag. Never Fleabag seen it. on Amazon or something. I have no idea. People talk about that show. Think she has sex. I don't know. She has sex on the show. I'm pretty sure she is a sexaholic. I have I'll no just idea. Set
1: that. Okay, I got. I you. don't
0: know for sure. <laughs> I'm guessing, but I, I like seeing Christina Applegate still out there, and I like seeing Kristen Dunst still out there. All right. Perform- best performance by an actor in a television show, the drama. Brian Cox, Secession, he won. Um, Tob- Tobias Menzies in The Crown, Billy Porter as Pose, or for Pose, Kit Harington in Game of Thrones, and Rami Malek as Mr. Robot, winner, Brian Cox, Secession.
1: I would have went with Rami Malek just because he's Rami Malik. I guess I have the Mr. I have not watched. I want to. Mr. Roy I, Roy? I wanted to watch because Christian Slater was in it. Mm-hmm. But this Rami guy, who I first was introduced to him from a video game called Until Dawn, loved him, really? Mr. Josh. Yeah. Uh, it was a horror video game. It was awesome. It was amazing. Check it out. It's, it's on the podcast. The review is because I played it. But anyway, he's. He's such a good actor. I look forward to him
0: as the Bond villain. Okay. I, I'm sorry. Go no, I, hey, I agree with you. I mean, he's he was really good, and I liked him. I liked him in uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh yeah. So yeah, best performance by an actress in a television series a, a drama: Olivia Coleman in The Crown, Reese Witherspoon in The Morning Show, Jennifer Aniston in the Morning Show. Jennifer's in there. I like seeing Jennifer. Rachel. Jodie Comer in Killing Eve and Nicole Kidman in Big Little Lies. Winner, Olivia Coleman, The Crown.
1: This Crown show must be good. My
0: wife watched it. She really enjoyed it. <laughs> it's like the Queen of England. It's, it was actually fascinating. My wife
1: watched the show and you didn't. Yeah, because... I find that interesting. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, mean, I, I have it on my queue but she got to it before I did. <laughs> I feel like if she has a show on her queue and I see that she's watching it, she, it kind of spoils most of it for me because she doesn't turn it off while I'm in the room. So I just have no desire to then go back and watch that show because she's already started watching it. So I probably won't watch it. Cause I, you know, it's just it's weird to me, but that's who I am. So if your
1: wife, wife watches the show before you, you're automatically not watching if
0: it. If I see that she watches it, same way with you, uh, the show You. She's seen season one and and I didn't, I had it on my cue, but she, uh, she watched it before me. I mine. would
1: say that's probably a good show.
0: Yeah, but I've seen the ending of season one, so there's no need for me to watch season one again. I'll well, just I mean, go yeah, into season, season. Led up to it. I, I don't need to see it. I know the end conclusion of it. I know he's
1: a killer. Is he kind of like Dexter?
0: Yeah, they try to... It's, it's pretty much Dexter for kids today that doesn't know what Dexter was. But, all right, let me get back to this. Sorry. Best performance <laughs> actor by an actor in a limited series or motion picture made for television. Russell Crowe in the loudest voice. Jared Harris in Chernobyl. Mm. Sam Rockwell in, in False Verdon.
1: All right, Sam.
0: You like him because he is in that one movie. Oh, I uh, like him. Christopher he's a great Abbott actor. Catch-22. And Sacha Baron Cohen in The Spy. The winner is Russell Crowe, The Last Voice. Never Russell heard of this Crow. show or movie. Wow,
1: Russell
0: Crowe. Russell's winning stuff today. Yeah, he, he's, heard- he's not a gladiator no more, Holmes. Um, uh, it's, it's, been,
1: it's been a while since he was a gladiator it's been like
0: 22 Ignore nor is the master and the commander I, I'm referencing like old Russell Crowe movies yeah um, I don't think
1: I've seen that
0: one best performance by an actress in a limited series or motion picture made for television Michelle Williams and Fossey Verdon uh, Caitlin Deaver in Unbelievable which i seen that because my wife was watching it uh, it looked okay uh, Joey King in the act Helen Merrin and Catherine the Great and Unbelievable Merritt Weaver. Winner, Michelle Williams and Fox Verdon. Let's see.
1: Jen's came for...
0: Who? Jen. Who's Jen?
1: Michelle Williams.
0: Oh, I don't care. What's she on? Dawson's Creek. Oh, okay. I don't care, Brandon.
1: I don't want to wait.
0: <laughs> no, Brandon. All right. Best television limited series and motion picture made for television.
1: How many awards do they have for the TV Several. series?
0: <laughs> Chernobyl, loudest voice, unbelievable, catch 22, or false Burden. It,
1: it's unbelievable about the girl that accuses some guy that she was raped. Yep. And then she back out, backs out.
0: And yeah. Then she like comes that. back and says that she really was. And yep. Something like that. I don't know. It's rapey. It's a lot of rape going on. Um uh, winner. Chernobyl. The best show, one of the best shows I've seen in 2019 was Chernobyl. It was a limited run. It was very limited. Like, How many was, shows
1: have you started in 2020 so far that are actually in
0: 2020? Dracula finished that. That's it. I'm now watching Rick and Morty season three, which I. This is all new to me, really. I've seen some episodes, some I haven't, but. Yeah. I
1: actually have watched the show this year that was made for, well, it was
0: don't 2019. Oh, don't tell me about that. Fast and Furious by Dancers. I, I heard your review, Brandon.
1: It's not bad. It's not. Especially if you like Fast and Furious. It's not bad. All righty. And I saw the pilot episode of Party of Five. How was it? I mean, it's good. It just shouldn't be called Party of
0: Five. Mm. <laughs> it's
1: got a good story. but it,
0: It's got something else.
1: They should not
0: call it Party of Five. Alright, Best Television Series, Musical, or Comedy. Nominees, Fleabag, Barry, Kaminsky Method, Marv's Mrs. Maisel. I heard that's really good. And The Politician, which is a Netflix show, show, which I've never seen. Winner, Fleabag. I don't know. I
1: got no words. I don't know what Fleabag
0: is. I haven't seen any of these shows, so I I don't have a dog I'm going to nominate party. The Office. <laughs> oh, it's not today, Brandon.
1: Yeah, it feels today to me though.
0: <laughs> Best television series drama: Secession, Big Little Lies, The Crown, Killing Eve, or The Morning Show? Which you were, one, so you were win? You would one with The Morning Show I
2: don't because know.
0: you like Jennifer Huston, uh Jennifer Aniston, and you like Steve Carell, and they're both in that show. What's it on? It's on Apple TV. What? No streaming service.
1: I'm not buying another streaming service if I don't have to. <laughs> not for
0: one show. No.
1: Except, unless it's saved by the Bell, then I will get it for like a month and cancel.
0: Alright, best, without the eight of winter, Secession. <laughs> I didn't watch any of those, so I don't, I can't tell you. Um, best original song for a Motion Picture. I'm gonna love Me Again, Elton John, for Rocket Man. I probably won. Yeah. Beautiful Ghost, Andrew Lloyd Webber, and Taylor Swift. Cats.
1: That probably didn't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Into the Unknown, Carson Anderson, Lopez, and Robert Lopez, and Frozen Two. I
1: have no words.
0: Spirit, Timothy Mackenzie somebody else, and then Beyonce for the Lion King. Stand up, the Joshua Bryan. is
1: good in Lion King. and Harriet throughout
0: the movie I would say that winner is cast no it's one winner is Rocket Man yeah. and Elton John
1: that's such a good musical <clears throat> biopic
0: best original score for motion picture the archman <laughs> Hildur <laughs> Dunder for Joker
1: you're, you're botching these names I'm just Daniel you know.
0: <laughs> Pemberton for motherless Brooklyn Alexander Desplat for Little Women was it a good score
1: yeah,
0: well, yeah. All right. Good movie too. Randy Newman for The Marriage Story, which I love that movie. Oh, Randy Newman. Yeah, freaking Randy Newman, man. And you wow. can tell the Randy Newman score. The more, the soon I found that out, I'm like, yeah, sounds like Randy Newman. And then Thomas Newman for 1917. I don't know if he's related to Randy Newman. I'd be interested to find that out, huh? Um, winner, Hilder Gideon for Joker. Yeah, but I think there are better themes than Joker. I'm sorry. I like the soundtrack of Joker, not so much as the theme, I guess. I don't know. All right, best picture for foreign language Parasite, South Korea.
1: Parasite's
0: gone. Less miserable. Less miserable. let Less miserable. I apologize, people. I
1: don't know what's happened to Aaron, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> I have no
0: idea. Princess Lage Lie. Uh Pain and Glory. Spain. Uh, and then Portrait of a Lady on Fire, France. Or the Farewell, USA. Uh the winner should have been the farewell I heard. I heard it's really good. But also no, this is also I heard it's really good. Parasite. Parasite one. I heard nothing but Parasite, good things about that movie. I've
1: heard nothing but good things.
0: This is the Brandon category. Best motion picture animated.
1: Oh no, it's not. How <laughs> oh, the hell with that?
0: <laughs> Missing Link. No. Frozen two. Listen, listen to what's in this category, Brandon. I'm listening. I haven't Missing Link. I
1: see one of
0: them. Frozen two. How to Train Your Dragon in the Hidden World.
1: How in the World
0: Liking?
1: Okay, I, I don't agree with Lion King should
0: be Toy in. Story 4, the winner, Brandon, Brandon, Brandon. You heard it early in the podcast. Missing a Link.
1: The hell it is.
0: <laughs>
1: that is the most boring animated picture I saw in 2019. One of the, I would say most boring animated picture I saw ever. My kid wanted to leave. That's how boring it
0: was. If a kid gets up and say, I'm ready to go.
1: And he just kind of fell asleep.
0: I don't know how... That movie beat Toy Story four.
1: I don't know how that movie got nominated. I don't know
0: how that movie. I didn't see how to the Dragon, but I like the first one. I don't see how it beat that. How it gonna beat? I hate Lion King, but I don't see. Yeah, you said so. You don't think Lion King should be animated? uh, Consider animated movie?
1: Because it's a live action. I know it's animated. I know they're animated, but it's you know it's
0: live action. How did Missing Link beat Frozen two? How did Missing Link beat Toy Story four?
1: Missing Link was in my worst films of the year. I don't know how this happened.
0: I don't understand how it happened, too. They it, clearly, when they won, they looked like, oh, we won.
1: I had said, I, when I heard about it, I was like, how in the world?
0: Nobody, honestly, nobody saw Missing Link winning anything. And that won the best animated movie with the Golden Globes. Man, it's going to get nominated for Best Animated Oh, it's going to be nominated Oscars. for Oscars. I hope Toy Story 4 pulls it out. I hope Klaus Klaus is nominated, but at this point, it doesn't seem like it would be. But, you know. But, all right. Best screenplay, motion picture.
1: Quentin Tarantino.
0: Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> Every time Once he makes a time, movie, he gets nominated. Hollywood. Noah Baumbach, Marriage Story. Bong Joon-Hong Han and Parasite. Jim Wong, Parasite. Anthony McCartan, The Two Popes. Steven Zalian, the Irishman. Winner, Quentin Tarantino. And his cocky I,
1: think butt. It, I think it. I mean, as much as I love the Irishman, there's just something special about Quentin Tarantino. You
0: think he's going to be nominated for Best Screenplay uh, Academy Awards?
1: Yeah. I think he'll be nominated for Best Screenplay. You think
0: he'll win it? We ain't got to go there yet. I'm going to ask you that. I'm going to ask you that here in a little bit. All right. Best Director... Sam Mendes, 1917, Bong Joon-ho, Ho, Parasite, Todd Phillips, Joker, Martin Scorsese, The Irishman, and Tertino with Time and Hollywood winner, Sam Mendes, 1917.
1: Of What I've seen, I would say the winner should be Martin Scorsese.
0: Yep. What I've seen, I would say the winner for Best Director, I would say Martin Scorsese. Uh, 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 I guess... For a technical achievement in 1917, I could see that. I was surprised
1: Clint didn't get nominated. Oh, really? For Richard Jewell, I mean, I...
0: Yeah, I'm surprised at that, too. All right. Best performance by an actor in a supporting role in in any motion picture. Brad Pitt, Once Upon a Time in uh, in Mexico. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. (laughs)
1: He's made that movie already. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Al Pacino, The Irishman. Joe Pesci, should have won. The Irishman. Tom Hanks, oh, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Anthony Hopkins, The Two Popes. Winner, Brad Pitt. You know, I'm okay with Brad winning.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's great. But I really do think it should have came down. I think think Al
0: Pacino should have won.
1: I'm shocked.
0: (laughs) I mean, I like Brad. Brad, I don't know. I don't know. I guess when it comes down to this, you couldn't tell that Brad Pitt was acting. So maybe that's why he should win. Like it seemed like he just showed up and being Brad Pitt, and it seems like that that he won. Uh, Al Pacino actually showing action acting chops. I think yeah. Al Pacino really showed his acting chops. He was believable as that character.
1: Yeah, he was.
0: He was. Uh, Joe Pesci was also just everything.
1: Uh, I mean, it's a hard place to pick who was better. I mean, it really yeah. is. Uh, but for me, it would always come down to Pacino and Tom Hanks. Mm. And I figured you would say either Hanks and Pesci
0: but look, I don't know Pacino did a good job he, he, uh more I think about it I don't think that they would give it to Pesci because
1: that'd be amazing if they did though like yeah. he gets nominated for an Oscar and he wins yeah a guy out of retirement that's yeah. a it's a story it is a story so it's um, possible it could happen
0: best picture by an actress in a supporting role in any motion picture Laura Dern marriage story I think that she robbed this all right Kathy Bates, Richard Jewell, the way you talk about it, she should have won. Clearly she didn't. Um <laughs> Annette Benning, The Report, which I didn't see. Jennifer Lopez, Hustlers, and Margot Robbie, Bombshell, winner, Laura Dern, Mary Story. Alright, I seen Mary Story. I thought that she was good, but I don't I wouldn't consider her supporting I, I wouldn't consider her. The winner for this, the way that you described uh Cat, Kathy Bates' performance in your review of that movie, uh Richard Jewell, it seemed like she was a shoe in
1: Man, it's the only one I've seen, so... uh It's hard to say. I felt, well, after I watched that movie, that she would have been nominated mm-hmm. and, and won. I also thought the guy that played Richard Jewell would have been nominated, and apparently he wasn't which is a travesty. It really is. Cause he was so good. Yep. But Kathy in that role playing the mother, I mean, man, you just heart just went out for it. And then she had an emotional scene and it just brought tears to my eyes. I mean, mm. she, I felt like she was a real mother, you know, that would do anything for a kid. And then as a baby to an adult, I mean, it just, yes. it just hits you.
0: Yeah. I understand that. Um, Best performance by an actor in a motion picture, musical, or comedy. Nominees are Taron Egerton Egerton in Man; Roman Griffith Davis in Jojo Rabbit, which is my movie, Uh, Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio, LDC, in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Eddie Murphy in Dolomite is My Name, and then Daniel Craig in Knives Out. Winner Taron Egerton, Rocket Man. I think Surprise. if you go on musical, yeah, but if you go on for the comedy aspect of it, honestly, I, although I love Jojo Rabbit, I would have gave it to Daniel Craig. I thought he did excellent in Lives Out.
1: So I figured you would have said Eddie.
0: Yeah, I hate that uh, I passed over Eddie, but Eddie did good. But I don't know. I just. The movie I was more entertained by was Knives Out than Dolomite is my name. The movie I was the most entertained by was Roman Gr- uh, as Jojo Rabbit. I also like How uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It was a deep, it's a I deep think, one. But mm-hmm. wait, what do you think about uh, for me? Taron Egerton winning? I,
1: it's, I, I thought he would get nominated. I didn't think he would actually win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's great in the role. Uh, he's, he's Elton John. I mean, no doubt. Unbelievable as uh, Elton? Oh yeah. Yeah. But for me, out of that list, I would have picked Leo, for me. Like, I didn't see Jojo Rabbit, and I don't remember that one. I didn't see Eddie, either.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, but we? I did see Danny Craig. You said yeah, he, he, Craig. He's, he's amazing in it. Jojo
0: Rabbit was great. That, but, kid, uh, that kid did such a great job in that movie.
1: But then again, you can say, well, Leo and Brad Pitt, that duo, is, that's the best duo, in my opinion, since Travolta and Sam Jackson yeah. in Pulp Fiction.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree, you want to see more of them together. Yeah. So I, I mean, would love to see a, un I would love to see a sequel to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where that takes them from uh what was this, the sixties and going into the seventies? Yeah. I'd love to see them coming from the seventies, dipping into the eighties. I think that'd be kind of an interesting it would be. Look, look at them too. I would love to see them too again. Um but um in a and in a world where see what the world looks like where Sharon Tate lived. And what happens? Go, like I would love to see that. It would be interesting. Um, best performance by an actress in a motion picture, musical, or comedy. Aquafina, The Farewell. Anna de Armas, Knives Out. She was good. Kate Blanchett. Where'd you go, Bernadette? I didn't see that. Benny Feldstein, Booksmart.
1: No. <laughs> How?
0: You know that Benny Phil's Yeah, I already told you that. that Jonah that's, Hill's sister. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jonah
1: Hill played it better. He didn't get nominated.
0: Emma Thompson. How night. in the
1: world does that get nominated? I want to know how.
0: <laughs> Emma, same way that freaking Undiscovered or whatever the Mr. Link was. Is it
1: because a woman directed the movie? Yeah. Okay. Winner. Diversity. I understand. It. Winner, Aquafina
0: farewell. Okay. I haven't seen it. only one that I've seen on this oh, list man, if she won. is Knives Out. And I thought that that girl did a really good job. She
1: did do a really good job. Uh, I would have
0: picked her um, over Jonah Hill's sister. Over <laughs> Jonah Hill's sister? I would have picked anyone over Jonah Hill's sister. I would have picked, uh, I would have picked, uh, I would have put, uh, uh, uh um, shoot. I didn't like her. What's her name? Man, uh, Black Widow. Come on.
1: Scarlett Johansson? I would have
0: put her in this movie, uh, for, uh, Jojo Rabbit in, in, in Take Out Bookspark.
1: And, oh, she was in Jojo Rabbit Yeah, she's then? the mother. Oh. She,
0: she's Jojo's mother. Uh, she's so good. She is so good in that movie. So good in that well, movie.
1: You may have a different opinion when you watch Booksmart, but I hated that
0: movie. I just don't... I, I, I don't know. Um, Alright, best performance by an actor in a motion picture of the drama. Real quick. Walking Phoenix, Joker. Christian Bale, Four vs. Ferrari. Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory. Adam Driver... Marriage Story, Jonathan Price's Two Popes, winner, Joker, Walking jo- 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 Phoenix.
1: I mean,
0: yeah, that's, that's you okay. You can't man. argue. I haven't seen Four V Ferrari, so I can I can speak I mean, to that.
1: Christian Bell's awesome in it, but Joker, I Joker did. over Joker I, or Walking.
0: Adam, uh, Adam Driver was great in Marriage Story. He was really good, and then Jonathan Price was good in Two Popes. But yeah, easy winner, Joker. Easy winner. It just
1: surprises me that they nominate the guy from Richard Joel.
0: Yeah, me too. That's, that's, he got he got snubs for real. Um, best performance by an actress in motion picture or drama. Renee Zellweger, J- Judy. She said she was amazing. Then she's yeah, but she should not won. I don't know. Man. Cynthia <laughs> Erivo, Harriet, Scarlett Johansson, Marriage Story. Sh- Suri and Ronan, Little Women.
1: Yes, There's your winner. Probably didn't win, but there is your winner. Oh yes, yeah, she played Joe, man. Yeah,
0: Charlize Theron, Bombshell, winner. Renee Zellweger, Judy. I would have gave it what I've seen. <laughs>
1: Got marked out for for Little Women. I, I apologize. <laughs> what I've
0: seen, I would have gave it to Scarlett Johansson. Oh, what I've seen, I see, I would have gave it to her. I the liked man. I liked her in Marriage Story. She's so powerful.
1: Yeah, I have yet to see But, that. but you
0: say Little Women, she, that girl Rock Joe. Oh,
1: God, yes. All right. So much better than Winona Ryder.
0: We're, so much we better. We got to move on. <laughs> Best motion picture, musical, or comedy? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. The whole might is my name. Jojo Rabbit, Knives Out, Rocket Man. Winner, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I agree. I would have gave it to... Jojo. I would have gave it to Jojo. That was your number one. <laughs> or Knives <laughs> Out. That's what I would have gave it to. Uh, but, yeah, Once Upon a Time was a great movie. It was. Um, Best Motion Picture, 1917, The Two Popes, Irishman, Joker, Marriage Story, winner, 1917. See,
1: I, we can't say. We haven't seen it. I haven't seen But it. what I did see, I would have went with Irishman.
0: I would have went with Irishman, too. Um, so, uh, Academy Award nominees, real quick. They haven't came out yet. Oh. Uh, so, who do you predict would be nominated?
1: Uh, I would love if Sandler gets nominated.
0: What, best, uh, yeah, actor, actor in a drama,
1: is it? But it doesn't look like he's going to, so, uh, I'm gonna go Tom Hanks to get nominated, uh, Al Pacino, maybe Joe Pesci, um. But I think...
0: I, I believe Parasite would probably be nominated. Yeah,
1: that would be nominated for Best Picture.
0: Um, these are the... All right, let me uh, Real quick. Uh, Best Pictures. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Parasite. Irishman. Jojo Rabbit. 1917. Joker. Marriage Story. Little Women. 4B Ferrari. Fart Farewell. Who are you giving it dude
1: I would say it's probably going to go to 1917.
0: Okay. I'm giving it to... From what It'll probably go to 1917... I would prefer it to go to Irishman, but I don't think they're going to do that. Or Marriage Story. But it'll probably go to either 1917 or um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I don't think they would do it to Parasite. I don't think they would do a foreign film like that. Best Director. Uh, bon Jo know. Ho, Parasite. Quentin Tarantino, Once Upon a Time. Uh, Martin Scorsese, Irishman. Sam Mendes, 1917. Takiti Watiti. Jojo Rabbit. Best Director for me. Quentin Tarantino. Uh, who I think's gonna win? I think Martin will win. I love Martin to win.
1: I, that would be my pick. Who I think should win? Who I think is gonna win? I think Quentin Tarantino.
0: Okay. Um, real quick, best actor: Adam Driver, uh, *Marriage Story*. Joaquin Phoenix, Joker, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, uh, Antonio Banderas, or Christian Bale.
1: Joaquin's gonna get the Oscar.
0: Yeah. I think Joaquin's gonna get the Oscar. Um,
1: Second Joker Oscar.
0: I think Adam Driver comes in second. Um, We're running out of time. Uh, Renee Zellweger. It's the same people pretty much. Joe. Uh,
1: The girl that played Joe. Oh, is this best actress?
0: Yeah, she's not in there.
1: Girl played Joe would
0: be my pick. She's not nominated.
1: Is she not? No,
0: well, I don't know yet. The nomination comes out Monday. Who y'all think is going to be nominated? I uh, uh, would we'll love to hear it. We thank you for listening to the podcast. Aaron Whitlow.
1: Brandon Spivey.
0: We are the Markout, Markout Movie Podcasters. Movie Podcasters.